Welcome to episode 55 of the Current Backloggers. The date is February 24th. I'm your host, yes. Casey P, along my good friend and co-host, <laughs> Cody G. Cody, how you doing today? Really good, man. You ever been to one of those uh, panels where they're at, like cosplay conventions or something? <laughs> you ever seen those panels where it's like a cringe compilation? Of, like, <laughs> oh, do your most evil laugh. And then <laughs> all of these people that... Uh, you know, they'll be at these places, so you know what they're like, mm-hmm. the stereotypes. Oh, yeah. Up there doing that. That's what they reminded me of. I don't know if I've seen that. Um, I was going for a British accent because you hate it, but I realized as soon as I started, it was more Cobra Commander. And then I was like, I started thinking that too much. But I could see Cobra Commander. Yeah, I kind of lost it. I was going to guess a cheesy cartoon a villain, so. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> what have you been up to, guy? Um, Just work and... Uh, eBay stuff. Very nice. Selling can, anything can on I eBay? guess? What? Can you? Oh, am I selling anything uh, on eBay? Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Probably profit-wise, I don't know, last couple months, just messing around like a hundred items on there. It was like probably. So after you pay your taxes, pay your taxes, everybody, um, and fees and stuff. Maybe the president doesn't pay his taxes. No, so it why doesn't. I pay mine? Yeah, definitely doesn't use tax write-offs like every wealthy person or even regular people use tax write-offs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are those? What are tax write-offs? Man, I didn't trigger you. I was hoping to. I, th- I almost had you. Um, well, before you guess, I've been working a lot of overtime at work. Um, and I was stopping you there because that's the switch up last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this the does reason, feel way more enclosed. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Oh yeah, I guess we should. If you're uh, watching on YouTube and not listening to podcast, we got our our backdrop here. Ryan McEmails. Hopefully, you're proud of us. I think you're going to criticize the hardcore, so I'm ready for it. But uh, we finally got our background here. If you're listening on podcast, you can switch over to YouTube and see the goriness. Um, this is our first attempt at I it. I got Roche. Ro- uh oh, we lost him. Roche. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Where you get like red in the face? Rogeza? Ro- um, blushing. Blushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I had to start that out because I see you're trying to deflect about my addiction to overtime. Even though I know It's a good addiction to have though. Yeah, and I'm noticing a not so good addiction coming back up of yours and there's people leading the charge on it. And that is not just Call of Duty, but the extra um, fucking addictive one of Warzone. Are you going to be okay? What's happening right now? I know. Isn't this weird? Yeah. I just want to make sure you're okay. You've been... Oh, this is like an intervention? Yeah, like with my overtime. Because you've been all about your Call of Duty, and I know you used to be hardcore into it. And I feel like I was telling um, Nick, my brother... I feel like Call of Duty has become, within the last decade, the new WoW. People are like, yeah, I just got to get on Warzone. What? Didn't you play it the night before? Yeah, but I got to play Warzone. Here we go, Casey shitting on people for enjoying stuff. That sounds familiar. Doesn't Mr. Overtime? You don't enjoy Overtime, honey. I enjoy what comes from it. I don't... If comes I, from it. The people that Sexual. I watch play Warzone don't seem like they're enjoying themselves 90% of the time either. They're just like... This is fucking bullshit. This guy's fucking cheating. 
That was fucking stupid. That was a ton of fun. Here we go. Here we go at Casey now. (laughs) No, I I love it. I love Warzone. I know. I'm just worried about Uh, you. Okay, Mr. Halo every week. Yeah, but... It's not 2007 anymore, honey. But that's the thing. I feel like people play Call of Duty. That's just all they do. I play Halo, but as well as Steven when we get on here... You play Halo and you have overtime. (laughs) No, I play other games as well, like actual, like the videos. Good thing Halo doesn't have overtime DLC because you'd probably come in your pants instantly. I feel like that would make Halo very boring. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? I don't know. Double XP if you play more than 40 hours a week. See, I offer that all the time, man. I don't jump on that. So there you go. I'm just worried about you. We'll check up on you next week. All okay. Right? <laughs> well, there's an update tonight, so oh. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be terrible next week. Yeah, um, we were talking about how that's a new record. It's only 15 gigabytes, which I think is the smallest update they've put out in five years. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Especially if you have both Modern Warfare and Black Ops and that downloaded. And the crazy part is, even if you take just one of those, I think that's more than the Master Chief question talking about Halo. That's how many games? um, That is six games. Gotta love it, man. (laughs) Fucking nuts. I know, it's terrible. Especially, <laughs> you hear people like, my favorite too is like, hey, I'm having this problem with the game. And they're like, yeah, just reinstall it. What the <laughs> fuck? Which brings me back to uh, last week you talking shit about Starlink. What was that? On the, yeah, with uh, Elon Musk's uh, internet. Oh, you know mine where it went this... Starlink? I was thinking the... Uh... Wait, you know, isn't Starlink that shitty game? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> What's, what's Elon what Musk? I was like, why the hell would I be talking shit about that? What is his internet service called? I don't know. That's the first I've heard about it, actually, when Ryan brought it Yeah, it's it Starlink. Up. Is it? Yeah. Isn't that the name of the game? I think so. What but a great start. Well, I think he was. that was definitely beforehand. I'm sure that he probably didn't know what that game is anyways. But that's exciting for people out in the rural communities. I know Ryan's complaining about the prices, but he also brought up a good point. The fucking, we were looking at a house that was out in the middle of nowhere, and... Uh, one of my that was the hardest part my realtor was like oh, she's really old like she's close to retirement old and I was like this is good she's like so what, what are you guys what are you guys looking for in a house is it the kitchen like doing a remodeled kitchen and I was like honestly with you it's just like the internet we're really concerned about the internet most millennial thing ever saying to a boomer but she's like yeah there's internet out here honey you're fine I was like, okay, and like went home and looked, and it was a shitty satellite internet. And not only is it slow, but there's huge latency issues, so online gaming yeah. is unbearable. So I was like, I don't think I can fucking live out here. So yeah, that will decide where I live, is internet. Um, and that was one of the main, like that was number one on our list. Because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine what it's like living out there. So I'm excited for Starlink, and I know... Latency, he's going after latency. They've launched satellites. And, uh, yeah. Um, I would, because I, I want to eventually move out in the country out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And internet is, God, I don't know if I can use satellite internet. <laughs> but if he fixes the issue with, because it's still satellite internet, it's just more satellites. Well, I don't even think I was talking shit about Starlink because I didn't even know that that Switch game was uh internet now <laughs> but um, it's on all major platforms but well it switched to begin with right i don't know or at least they i know that's heavy-handed because of star fox which it should have been star fox um 
and used amiibos. And you know I've always felt that way about him. I know that lately I tried to bring it with Ryan. He denied it. Ever since he went um, not even crazy but way more conservative and started posting stuff, there's just been a huge trend of people just went from sucking his dick for everything he's ever done and holy shit he smoked weed and he's a CEO to be like, oh yeah, he's the worst fucking thing that happened to humanity. So no, I'm not on that boat of just he did something that I don't like, so now I don't like him. I've always consistently felt that way. And it's not that I don't I don't really have anything against him. And I don't think all of his products are just bound to fail. I just feel like, like I said nobody will until he started saying these comments. I feel like nobody would say a bad thing about him. And I feel like it's just fucking amplified because he smoked weed and that was so wild. <laughs> In the flamethrower, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, no, you were. Uh, you said, "What did you say, Starlink?" Oh yeah, give us six hundred bucks, and it might. We might do something or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think, I was obviously playing that for humor, but I think that is true. That that's what I'm saying. Not that he's done nothing good, or that maybe some of these won't turn out to be the way they are. But I don't see how anybody could look at the things he's promised and what's actually been delivered. Yeah, I think he's followed through with that. I know that people are, well, that's part of being revolutionary that you're going to make mistakes. But I think there's a difference in that as opposed to promising it and not following through with it. Being like, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. It's a hard thing. We might not actually come through with it completely, but we want to try. I just think, I guess, growing up in Virginia and seeing the stupid, how stupid satellite internet is growing up. <laughs> That's why the realtor's like, honey, I use, I use, I have the same service. Like, yeah, you're on fucking Pinterest for 20 minutes a day. I'm, like, streaming four different videos. So don't worry, you can email me at AOL anytime. <laughs> I'll contact yeah. you. Honey, I'm watching 1080p porn, fucking blasting Netflix, playing multiplayer video games, uploading shit to YouTube. I don't have time for your archaic horse shit. So I'm just so that was oh, weird. Yeah, I was doing uh, that. Like, <laughs> it's a mirror. Like VR. I'm watching it I, as it's happening. We itched in the same area at the same time. <laughs> to Spotify listeners. Yeah, I always forget that. I said I'm gonna trick myself or train myself to do that, and I always forget. How dare you? I know. But yeah, fuck satellite internet. And he's <laughs> trying to. And then the fact that it could be worldwide, and maybe we can start beaming shit to North Korea. That'd be funny as shit. If we could somehow send memes and then those idiot hermit kingdoms trying to like shoot down his satellites, it'd be great. And Elon's like got like a Star Wars, like the not the movie, but the Ron, was it Ronald Reagan with the Star Wars, just beaming shit down from satellites, weapons. Is this a meme you mean? No, no, it was called Star Wars. It was like a satellite program from Reagan. He was Reagan. <laughs> I don't know about this. He would use satellites to shoot down nukes in space. It's like weaponized satellites. Space Force, some would say. Star Wars, bud. Mm. I think's the term. Mm. But yeah, it'd be cool if Elon Musk starts doing that in North Korea. They start trying to shoot one of their bullshit third world country missiles at Elon Musk stuff, and then he shoots something crazy back. That'd be someone you don't want to... If you're a bullshit country that can barely fly a rocket, <laughs> that's you don't want to get in a pissing contest with a guy that's known for doing crazy shit with rockets. Yeah. You know, have you seen some of this shit that lands that he, because you know when a rocket normally goes off, and the, it's just destroyed that yeah. launcher. His launchers come back and land. 
I don't think you want none of that North Korea. So if he sends satellites, I think they'd shit their pants. He'd start beaming. What would the first thing? What would be the greatest thing to beam to North Korea first? Mm. Uh, actually, I'm gonna get into this later. Dead girl, just like a, a good <laughs> clip from Dead Girl. I'm pretty sure that would help North Korea. <laughs> like, holy shit, these Americans are evil. <laughs> yeah, we better help build more walls and maybe. They would believe it too—a fake nude of Taylor Swift. And go, oh my God, <laughs> that's her. Whoever this is. Yep. I think that's I it. I don't know. I don't. Our I, podcast. And Elon's such like a meme guy. I don't think he would send anything serious. He'd be like, "I'll send him a documentary about how terrible the regime is," and then he'd be like, "Oh, this is fucking. We're gonna send him a cat meme. We're gonna beam a cat meme to him." I don't know, but yeah. I'm excited for Starlink. I hope I hope something does happen with it. I hear some people are complaining though because there'll be so many satellites that it'll affect uh, telescopes. Oh yeah, but Oops. Elon's defense, uh, people are concerned. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna fuck with the telescopes. We can't see into space." But yeah, I need fucking internet out in the middle of nowhere. Okay, you look at your fucking stars somewhere else. But he said, uh, really, it's only the weaker telescopes that have problems. Well, like more amateur. If you or anybody else is looking to get it, you can get it for $45 at Best Buy. That's oh. The, uh, that's a bundle, the, the Atlas starter pack. Okay, cool. They're still actually available to buy. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh, by the way, I bought uh, Black Friday uh, at Black uh, at Best Buy. Remember we bought them for 5 bucks. I didn't buy one, but I remember them being cheap. See, you fucked up. Look how much they've gone up. Yeah, the world's talking about we're going to beam Starlink video game over North Korea. There That's is, what they do. The stocks are supposed to go live soon for that, too. I wouldn't mind for, dropping some money. Are in we here. talking about a video game? Yeah. <laughs> Star Fox uh, V-Bucks, actually. <laughs> going to be huge. It's the next GameStop. That's what you could do. You could send a GIF of do a barrel roll. You were also talking shit about GameStop uh, last week. And did you see it went back up? Well, it went back up, but... It's at 97. It was almost at 500. So, hold on. There's movement at a door. Do you guys want to know what movement is? And more so, I was talking shit about these people. I feel like now it's almost. I don't know if they believe it. If it's just a running joke about. No, you haven't wait. What the, what's the term everybody keeps using? What? The, the contenders. No, what Ryan said the gloves. other week, the burst or whatever, ridiculous turn, the Burr. squeeze, that's what it is. Oh, the squeeze? The squeeze hasn't happened yet. Burr. People have been saying that for like a month now. And if this is what they wanted out of it, from going to $500 to $97 and have at it. We'll see what it's currently at, honey. I saw it was at 97 today. It could have changed, but. See something just sold on eBay just now. While I was sitting, I'm making money while I was sitting here. No, I'm just kidding. Sell your Starlink. Yep. Uh, let's see. GameStop. GME. It's at one hundred and seventy dollars right now. So still way less than. When was... But you know what, what they think was happening, right? Yeah. This company's changing back and forth to drive the price down to fuck with them. AMC also went up. Ryan doubled his AMC. Oh, I don't know if he wants me to tell that on here, but he doubled his AMC money today. So clearly they've stopped trading shit back and forth. I don't give a fuck what happens to the 300, 350 bucks I put in. 
because I was I was pissed off. I was so mad at what the hell was going on. And so I don't give a shit what happens to it. But I'm almost at 500 bucks. I know you're not supposed to sell. You're supposed to hold on to to fuck with these companies, but I'm I might sell it. I almost made 100 bucks. You just wait for the squeeze. Wait for the squeeze. What fucking squeeze your penis underneath this table right now? Um, we can talk about a few things that you were here last week since. Oh, can we talk about Rush Limbaugh too? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that was. What do you expect though, dude? You're taking a shit ton of prescription pills and smoking big ass cigars. Yeah. You're gonna get the c word's gonna find you. <laughs> you know. Cunt. Yeah, cunt. <laughs> Cancer. Um, oh shit. Was it stomach cancer you guys said? I thought it was lung cancer. I, You know, I might have made that in my head just because of all those fucking cigars he had. Ryan said it and I just kind of trusted it, so let's see. Because I remember, too, didn't he say one point that cigars actually don't cause cancer? I don't know. They say about cigarettes, too. They said that doctors used to recommend those to keep you healthy. They're not healthy? I don't think so. <laughs> Smoke a Yeah, lung cancer. Ryan's fake lung, news. There's a correction. Um, yeah, so when you're just chugging on them cigars you gotta expect something to happen I did find out he did a shit ton of prescription pills too uh tons of opium um yeah I liked him did you yeah um it was more nostalgic my dad loved talk radio just like you said uh-huh. I think it was a dad thing like we had to have talk radio on in the car all the time yeah. so if we couldn't every day if we couldn't get Howard Stern it was Rush Limbaugh or Dr. Laura but if we couldn't get those in in some places, do you ever pick up TV channels on your radio? No. Literally just be the TV playing in your radio. Did you ever listen late at night? Did the uh like the um fake porn come on sometimes and like sometimes those channels do late at night? Uh no, but I used to um I have a story about that. I mean I can save it for our other podcasts, but Yeah, we're gonna record our New podcast. Maybe the, so maybe I might have three stories then to tell. Yeah, things we should admit we're going to record it right after this and release probably Saturday like we did before. <clears throat> yeah, but anyways, rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh. That sucks. Uh, people make fun of his death uh, because you're like virtue signaling or bringing up something like crazy he did with the AIDS patients or something. He had a theme song for when people died of AIDS. What the fuck? I didn't know yeah, that was a I thing. Say, I know. My dad's not conservative either. My dad is not, well, maybe now he is, but... <laughs> Uh, my dad's pretty apolitical, especially when I was growing up. Like we didn't, so we weren't really listening to for the politics. My dad just always had to have somebody talking, and that's carried over to me now. Like I have to have a podcast going all the time. I hear you. Yeah. So Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh, uh, Doctor Laura. I feel like were my introductions to always needing something. Always need someone talking. And I, okay. look at look at us now. Look at us right now, clanging on the mics. <laughs> um, I know it's a running joke, but and I don't want him to die. And I actually like him, but how the hell is um, Bob Barker still alive? He doesn't look good either. Oh, it was fucking awful. That Adam Sandler commercial he did. <laughs> oh, are you sure he's still alive? Yeah. I definitely thought he died. Yeah, let me, I know he is, but let me look it up so I can tell how old he is and how great he looks. He's like a ghoul from Fallout. <laughs> Yeah, he's 97 years old, born December 12th, 1923. 1923. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Wow. 1920s. Think how different everything was when he was a baby. Think about him looking like a ghoul from Fallout. God, it doesn't look good, man. I don't know what happened there. People most he did not age gracefully. He just got real violent about ninety five. Price is wrong, right? No, it's called The Price is Right. It was a game show. Oh. You mentioned Happy Gilmore. I thought maybe you put the two. The price two is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I was just trying to make a stupid little joke there. Yep. Um since we're got a professional background, I thought maybe we'd get more professional and not make or stupid can you, jokes. I uh, also told Casey that this green screen does look good for the setup. Like he's was Ryan, so concerned. Ryan's not gonna get that far. He's already gonna write an email before he gets here. Probably. Right, second one. I was just joking, bud. <laughs> um, so a few things we could talk about that you weren't here, since uh, we're bringing up all kind also, of random shit right now. Sorry, buddy. Can you also? We're trying to get people here talking in the comment section to drive mm-hmm. traffic, as right. Ryan put it. Yeah. Let us know if your dad's also for some fucking reason listened to Rush Limbaugh <laughs> on. And Ryan brought up a great point. It sounded terrible. Oh, yeah. AM radio is horrendous. Yeah, I know, because the Reds, for some reason, get screwed over with radio stations here on like the shitty Cleveland baseball team. Sorry, I don't want to offend anyone. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot you of times... offended me to, calling them shitty. <laughs> um, a lot of times I had to listen to AM and still do sometimes, and it fucking is so bad. It's unbearable. Nineteen forty two. Sounds so bad. Um, I feel like Trevor's gonna say his dad listening to Rush Limbaugh and we're like, really? Yeah, and he's gonna post a picture of like I don't know who would he post. The band Rush yeah. listening to the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get more credit than that, like a hardcore liberal, but that'd be even better. <laughs> this is a rush C D. <laughs> um the first time I wanna bring up Ryan told me to discuss it with you. How do you feel about, I'm sure you have heard about the whole thing they have with BAM and Jack S4? Um, well, I'm a little sad, i got to be honest with you, because uh, I was listening to a podcast. He had made a, did a podcast like a month ago, maybe, a month and a half ago, with um, Brandon. Remember Brandon? He was also... Yeah, Novak. He- yeah, Novak. He was heavy in drugs as well. Um Go back and listen to Howard Stern interviews with him, guys. The stories he tells. Brandon Novak has a crazy one where he was just out of his mind and got in bed with his mom. And his mom's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he like, his hand went t- towards her vagina. And he talked about how he felt wetness and realized what was happening. Um, <laughs> even if I was into that, I just have to stop. If you were into that? If I was into drugs, to have to stop that. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, nope. Um, so... In many ways, Bam was kind of like the straight edge, and now it's like reversed. But in this podcast, it was like, <clears throat> I was happy because he cleaned himself up, and they were discussing Jackass 4, and Bam's like, yeah, we're working it out. Hopefully, they get me in there. And then shit spiraled out of control. <laughs> I guess they told him no because he did not stay sober. Yeah. And obviously, it is sad. I'm not like, yeah, take that bitch, and I know. To, to uh, Brandon Novak's mom? No, I hate you. To bam. Um, so it obviously sucks and it is sad and I know it's not something like that. It's not like you're intentionally trying to do that. How do you look at your mom? How do you have normal meals with her anymore? I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I feel like no matter how sad that is, 
I feel like listening to somebody that you know is like that right now and taking their advice yeah. is a complete opposite of what you should be doing. And it sucks. I'm sure he's firing out of control still because of Ryan Dunn. I'm sure you can be like, that was a while ago, but I'm sure that's still something it thinks about all the time. <clears throat> oh, for sure. But I'm sure that, okay, so that's probably the exact reason that they kicked him off because we don't want another person to end up like this. So I feel like siding with somebody that's like, oh, they won't let me do this when they clearly, that's probably why they're doing that. Is a little weird to me. Yeah. No um, if you like him or if you're nostalgic or whatever. That was the first celebrity death. I don't know, there really hasn't been many after that or in, it happened and like it affected me for like a few days I think what really fucked me up to bring it back to that is did you do the BAM interview the first interview yeah where he's on the side of the road and he's like a fucking mess like a bumbling oh, yeah. mess it makes no sense I think that's why it affected me the most I mean we grew up watching those guys really uh, attached to them um, Ryan Dunn did not sign much stuff either. I found that out. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody had posted a, a copy of Ryan Dunn signed Haggard. Fucking like 800, 900 bucks for it. Jesus Christ. And it was like listed, like, did not, was known for not signing many things. Yeah. So, um, sucks dick, man. Uh, I, and his uncle, too. I don't know. I mean, that had to affect him as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I finished my collection of Viva La Bam DVDs. I talked about it with you last night, and mm-hmm. uh, when you fold it out, it was so sad. The last one when you fold it out is like a picture of Phil and then Ryan next to him. I'm like, God, this is so sad. I don't even know if I can watch it now. It doesn't feel the same anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go listen to the podcast with Bam. Okay. Uh, where he when he was still technically a little bit sober. Yeah. He's got some crazy stories, man. Oh, crazy sure. fan. You remember when they built that casino out in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Uh th- that stayed up for a long time. Really? And uh one night he woke up and his wife was like grabbing his dick. He's like, I'm trying to fucking sleep. Believe me what we'll we'll have sex in the morning. And I think he was grabbing his dick. I can't remember. And then he's like, Will you fuck off? And it was his mom. Yeah, hell yeah. It was actually Twist. Brandon Novak. <laughs> um, and it was a crazy fan actually butt ass butt ass yeah. naked in his room and he's like what the fuck and she took off running and the cops tracked her down and she was living in that casino where like they'd found like piles of blankets in there she had collected and she's living in the casino and when they would leave she'd sneak in the house and steal their food and uh, I think she was in there for like a month I think or months maybe can't remember. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's fucking nuts. And then a few months later, he accidentally burned it down. So he said, or maybe even a few weeks later. Yeah. So it's a good thing she wasn't in there. Jesus. Um, The next thing is, we didn't actually talk about it in the last episode, but I meant to address it. The Nintendo Direct that happened the day we recorded, but I was at work, so I was saying, go watch it. You know what's crazy? But what's that? We, uh, we we're just talking about like fingering like moms um and jackass and how crazy and you just made a jump right to the most like family friendly friendly brand ever 
maybe I, I haven't I told you I was gonna get real natural segues. I get oh no 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 that, that was great. No, I know I gotta get back to that. Like oh, speaking of fingering Nintendo Direct <laughs> and do it like natural segues. Um, oh man, but I did stream it. If you want to watch, it, it's on our channel. Um, but that's why we didn't talk about that episode because I hadn't watched it at that point. But did you watch the Nintendo Direct? Uh, no, I did not. Did you uh, read anything about it or like, see the big news or anything? I just saw people were really pissed off by it because there wasn't much. And then they're like, hey, here's Zelda from the Wii. And it's everyone's like, oh, it's the same game and 60 bucks. Um, okay. I was just wondering if you had any thoughts that didn't want to leave you out of the conversation. Um, yeah, I definitely seem to be in the minority. When I watched it, I thought it was a, a pretty good direct overall. There's entirely too much anime as there always is. <laughs> but I expect that. And I feel like. This is the music too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I said there is obviously an audience for that. They wouldn't keep doing it. So even though it's not for me, I feel like they obviously have it in there for a reason. So I get the backlash to a point because I didn't really think about how long it's been. That and they presented it as a 50-minute direct. So I get it to a point. But I also feel like people are being way too harsh on it. And I was surprised that uh, I seem to be in a minority of it for it. Because I thought uh, overall, especially if you're into anime, which it seems like most people complain are. I'm not sure what was so terrible about it. And the worst thing is a Wii port for $60. I'm confused what Switch fans have been so happy about lately because we literally joke about that, that they're, all their top games, for the most part, are Wii U ports. And everybody's like, oh, my God, give me that $60. I'll fucking take that in a second. <laughs> and that's like majority of their top sellers are Wii U games. So it just seems kind of weird to me, but... Yeah, I felt like I was in an alternate universe after watching it and then listening to other people's feedback on it because I don't care about Skyward Sword. But I was watching I was like, I uh, think this actually was really good. I know it's uh, remastered for the Switch, but for a Wii game, I thought it looked really good. And everybody's talking about how uh, everybody I've listened to talked about how it looked fucking terrible visually. I was like, man, I don't know if I just have completely different eyes or what's happening. I know everybody has different opinions, but it seems to be majority of people are thinking complete opposite of what I am on everything on this. Yeah, I think those are the people you want to think opposite of, though. Yeah. That, I don't, I feel bad for saying this, but, uh, or don't come at me, okay? But, they're some of the, like, most toxic people I've ever, I work with one, um, and it's like, all Final Fantasy, it's all the anime shit, right? Yeah. The, yeah, that's how it started. Xenoblade characters uh, getting added to Smash. I was like, oh, yeah. great. So he loves all that shit. <clears throat> He's deep into it. And I tried talking about games, but that's, he is so like, oh, Nintendo only, and just that group think. And I was like, it's like I know the answer to this. This is going to be good. But I was like, yeah, man, what do you, uh, I've been real, really into Call of Duty recently. No, thank you. And then just walked away, like almost stormed away. <laughs> God, all of you guys are just... I know you guys think we're all carbon copies. Like, um, oh, just Madden and Call of Duty, huh? Like, oh, you're all like, uh, Suzuki 2.57 HD remaster. Did you hear that, uh, that game that got announced? It was Project Triangle Strategy. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, is this like <laughs> a, a translation? A, while. a translation thing? These have to be big. Do you think Japan, like, when an American shooter trailer comes, like, oh, here we go again? Yeah, maybe. Even that, I feel like 
I don't know, maybe we just don't see the differences because we don't play these games. I feel like shooters usually don't look the same besides a gun. Like, I feel like Halo, Battlefield, Overwatch, Bioshock, it'd be hard to say any of those look the same. I know that you could, I know those are very different ones. You could be up with Call of Duty with a lot like Battlefield. I think there's certain games you could do that with, but overall, for, for shooters, I think it look, can look very different. And I'm pissed that I'm not into those games more because I'm like, oh, I should enjoy these. I should like these. Maybe I would if I gave them a chance, but there is. They're all the same. It's like this little kid from a village, and he's rising up with his special power while the evil is engulfing, <laughs> engulfing the world. Go back, watch E3. There's like eight of those a year. They're all the same premise. Yeah. Almost all the same villains and same music. Uh, to me, anyways. I mean, to maybe the Japanese uh, or the fucking weeb Americans, maybe they're like, oh god, this is so different. I don't see a difference. Gotcha. I just want to make sure if you wanted to add anything to the direct since you can get a stream it with me. <clears throat> and nope. we didn't get talked about last week. Um, besides that, I actually didn't talk about this last week, but I was curious if you saw it. Um, 343 put out an update for Halo like I told you they're going every month. And there's a couple really interesting things in there. Do you see they're adding a Halo 3 map? No. Like it's a first official Halo 3 map since the uh, Mystic Map Pack 2. And Halo 3 came out in uh, fucking 2007. So that is crazy seeing Halo 3 get an actual brand new map. It's not like Forged or anything. It's from the uh, Halo Online. I don't know if you remember that. It was a, a PC-only shooter. Oh, yeah. In yeah. China or something? Yeah. Only, was it, I think Russia, right? I don't know. It was overseas. Oh, no. Yeah, but only... Only overseas, and it was Halo Online, and it was just a collection of multiplayer maps. And this was one that was specific for that that they're going to bring over to the Master Chief collection. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was... When I was reading, I was, this seems like clickbait or something. It seems so fucking ridiculous. Because I do remember when they came out, I was like, what the fuck, man? America's yeah. bringing them on fans. Like, oh, don't worry, guys. This is like a dumbed-down version of everything you already have. Yeah. And it's like you already have these maps. You've played this. Yeah, I think that was before the Master Chief collection, so that did seem a really cool idea having like a collection of all the maps together, but obviously Master Chief collection done that. I'm guessing 2012? Was it? I don't remember. I don't know either. But I feel like there's no way that anything done better than the collection has, so even if it was good or if it was a good premise and just not well executed, I feel like we definitely got the good end of that overall. It was Russian. Russian, okay. Um... Halo Online. It's a heavily modified version of Halo 3, optimized to run on lower-end PCs. Uh, a closed beta took place in 2015, but the later the game was canceled, no plans to launch. Um, later, a fan-made mode called EID revived the game and allowed it to be played worldwide. Huh. So... Okay, so this is kind of cool. The The premise of it was um, a secret UNSC space installation. See, this is what the where the weebs are like. See, they're all the same. Uh, Spartan, Spartan soldiers and elites trained for combat and simulated war games. So it kind of reminds me of those uh, mobile games when they're mm -hmm. like, oh, we're playing through simulations right yeah. now. And then the other thing they talked about in there was the grappling hook that they showed during E3. They said you can use it to uh, pick up weapons off the ground, which seems cool. 
But then the thing that I thought was really fucking awesome was it said you can use it to grapple up to vehicles. So like a banshee in the sky, you could grapple up to oh, it and then cool. hijack it. And I was like, I didn't even think about using it for, aside from just like getting around the environment. Um, I think this is, they didn't say you could do this, so you probably can't. I think it'd be cool, but I think it'd be too annoying to be able to steal weapons from people. Like, oh, shit, he has a rocket, and just fucking grapple a rocket out of his hand. <laughs> I feel like that'd be cool, at least in, it might be too annoying to kind of break the uh, whole flow of Halo. But I think they should at least do that in a game mode, like a, a grapple mode or something. Or grab other players, too. Because yeah. Cool. Yeah, grab them and assassinate them. Do like a fucking, uh, yeah, Scorpion if they're, <laughs> as long as they're like an assassination, you can, assassination, you can get them from behind and pull them to you. But all that kind of stuff. I'm gonna probably... get you from behind and pull you towards me. Really? Yeah. No. Oh shit! <laughs> I was flirting. Well, no means no. So speaking of no means no, uh, Friday, February 26th, I'll be doing my extra live stream from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. 14 hours. If you want to join, do you hear about my idea for? I think I talked to you about it about NHL with Ryan. I did on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to that. I think it'll be fun. We're going to do... Has he ever played? He's played, but only a few games. So I should win. That's why. Like I said, I'm going to set it up 10 games. And if he beats me in the first game, I'll donate $100. And then every game that I potentially beat him, I'll go down $10. And whenever he wins the first game, it ends. So if he wins the fifth game, I'll donate $50. And then if I win all 10, he's going to donate $10. And so I should win, like I said, just because I play way more. But it is kind of like the Madden thing that when you play against people that play NHL, you kind of know their pro play style. Everybody kind of plays similar. So there definitely is a possibility that he plays so different that I won't really know how to expect it. Especially because the main issue random people have on NHL is icing and offsides and all that kind of stuff that they don't know how it works. But he actually watched hockey, so he should know that stuff. So that's the main thing you have to worry about. And NHL, I like it, but... Madden's definitely more of a game where you can learn it and control people than NHL is, so you can definitely get a lucky bounce or something. So that's why I think it'll make it fun. I should win, but I think there's definitely a chance he could beat me. And I think it'd be fun just to get a, like a crowd of people rooting for him, and I can say, fuck you, little kids, and beat him over and over. Hell yeah, man. That's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I kind of addressed it with this one before, but – Things we forgot about from the week before. Do you have anything? Nope. Okay. I kind of covered that with the the Starlink. Yeah. And the rush. Um, so we can move to corrections, questions, and feedback. Um, going to Ryan McEmails again. Didn't send in his email. You heard his whole tangent, right? Last podcast about why he doesn't do it now. Yeah. Now he had a full week. Where was he? Oh, shit, yeah. Well, he says it's based off the previous episode. So oh, he'll, yeah. He'll base so, off this one. So, yeah, so next week we'll have one yeah. for you, he says. Um, so, James B., we got a question from him. Question of the week, he says, how's it going, guys? It's going good, buddy. He said, do you guys have any gaming guilty pleasures? And if so, what are they? And he also sent in uh, a game for a game show that we'll do at the end here. But, Cody? Yeah, um, the, well, we talked about them. Call of Duty. Oh, that's you. I've been playing since the beginning. You feel guilty for playing that? Well, yeah. I mean, people are like, you know, it's the normie thing to play, you know. Um, and I have so many other games that could be playing, but then I sit down and I'm like, God, I just want to level up some weapons. That sounds like an addiction to me. 
and the fact that you feel guilty to play a game that you enjoy. I'm not really <laughs> worried about you. Well, you want to talk about addiction the other day at work? Mm -hmm. It was like 6 a.m. I get off at 7 a.m. doing Coke again? <clears throat> yes. Actually, Pepsi. Yes. Um, so it was just like I was sitting there for the last hour, and I was watching like this uh, this YouTuber. He'll take weird weapons in the war zone and say, like, hey, can I win oh, with I this? This is going to be about me for sure. <clears throat> no, no. Off the wall. Can I win with an M60? Or, this is If you want to use this gun, this is what I recommend you doing. So I was watching that, and I was just sitting there like jonesing like, Want to fucking put an M16 there, and uh, um, yeah. So I was just sitting there Jones, and and then I was like, bro, I want this. Uh, there's a cool YouTuber. I think it might be X Special Forces, uh, Ronan. They gave him a skin in Call of Duty. Oh yeah. I was like, bro, yeah, let me buy his skin. I'll support him. Um, you can't buy all the skins all the time. I didn't know this. I learned this last night. Really? I mean, I knew. Maybe couldn't like the salt, like the Halloween ones and those, but I didn't know that. Anyway, other than that, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. And I guess uh, Derek said Fortnite, Forkknife is known known for that. So all these little kids can run around like, this is from season one, and I purchased it with my mom's credit card. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like true business right there. Though. Get it while you get it, or it's gone. Oh, FOMO, yeah, uh -huh. and I don't do well with FOMO. And I wanted like a little like Japanese demon charm. And I wanted my little Ronin, my Ronin boy, support him, and then he, and you could level him up, and then you could turn him into a samurai. That's fucking sick as shit. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll throw a little. You know, I had some COD points saved up too from playing, and I was like, yeah, so it'll be like fifteen hundred COD points or something, and it's like twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw little bones at him. You know, I'm enjoying this. No. You can't buy them. It's like, oh, every, and he says every day the store changes. Yeah. And he's not even sure, like, some of the stuff that I wanted might have been one and done. But then they leave it open-ended, like, it might come back. You just keep watching. So I said, fuck you. I'm not giving you any money then, bitch. But are you going to be like most people that do that stuff? Are you going to say that? And then they put it up, and you're like, shit, 30 bucks, I'll take it. If the Rona, if the Rona skin <laughs> pops back up, yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason. I want, what if I want they, the Ronin. What if they add in, like, Alex Jones to play? Done and See? done. I bought that yesterday, honey. <laughs> I pre-ordered that shit six months ago. What would his, uh, you know, they have, like, the normal skin, and then you have some, like, couple alternate? Mm -hmm. What would his alternate be? Um, I think you got to do Gay Frog for sure. I was going to say, yeah, Gay yeah? Frog, yeah. I think that would be actually a funny one. Um... My favorite is when people try to defend when I'm like, you know, actually, those, the story's kind of truthful. And people are like, well, actually, the because the, then they Google it, like, oh, shit. And then, well, actually, the, the frogs were hermaphrodites. Then maybe Demon Hillary. They would never let that fly, but they're not going to Alex Jones fly either. Or Chimera. He always talked about those for a while. Those human hybrid. Chimera, the, the glass. He's a big Resistance fan. Me too. You know what? So you know how they have, like, little bats and stuff that fly with you? Maybe the thing that... Flies with him as a gay frog. <laughs> is this frog actually going to be flying, or is he hopping next to you? Uh, I don't know. Or is he? He could be a fairy for uh, fairy frog since he's gay, so that way he can fly. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and he's got a big fucking cock though, because as people let you know, they they were they're hermaphrodite frogs. Cock a duty. Cock a duty. Okay, so does Call of Duty for you? 
Uh, no, Minecraft uh -oh. is a guilty pleasure too. Because um, it's, it's, I don't know, like how the fuck do you tell people it? Uh, other guilty pleasures. That, I think that's it though. There's some like Snapchat games I have fun with. I'm like, God damn, I shouldn't be playing this. I got you. There's a current, there's like a block one right now that I've been playing a bunch with Renee. Tetris? Yeah, it's what Pretty, it's called. It's very similar to Tetris, but it, uh, you go back and forth. But it's teamwork. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I have one, and I almost don't want to tell you on a podcast because you're going to think I'm joking. I feel like I have to tell you. Have you looked at my achievement list? No. I uh, I hundred percent at coffee talk. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Because when you get in the story, I'm not gonna oversell it because I'm not joking, but it actually ended up being pretty touching. Touching is like you want to fucking grab those game developers around the throat and choke them. And out. Give, them give them a hug. No, because all the stuff we're making fun of, they really do. See, I can't even tell you. They really do have one name. Are you on like American flag me right now? Bud, we can't do that. Are you serious right now? Because you're kind of like glancing and kind of <laughs> laughing. No, I'm totally joking. Um, okay, we'll thank God. My list, I have 100%. Oh, I did that as a joke too. Um, thank God. I thought we were going to walk out of this podcast right <laughs> now. No, I I don't know if I take guilty pleasure too serious. This sounds really dirty. <laughs> guilty pleasure is too serious because I've always. So I don't have any because I'm so open. Like I'm like I'm not. I don't feel guilty for listening to like Taylor Swift. Most people are like, dude, you're a guy and that's really gay. Prize guys canceled there. Um, so I don't know if I take it too serious because I feel like I'm so open. I'm like I don't have any guilty pleasures. But maybe the way you're talking about, I guess any game I play that I list on here like every week, like NHL or Halo or any of those, I guess are guilty pleasures as far as not finishing the backlog, maybe. But yeah, I don't feel like there's anything. When I picture guilty pleasure, it's something like you're literally embarrassed to tell somebody, and I kind of like coffee talk if I actually end up liking that. But oh, uh, okay. But I don't feel like that's most, what most people think. Because I feel like most people, are like, oh, really? Here's my guilty pleasure. I'm like, I don't fucking have any, so I don't think other people really think about it like that. Yeah, I don't, if someone asks, what are you playing? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I have. A, oh, like I know a, you're not scared. I'm saying that's what my mind picture when I hear it. Ridic I have Minecraft shirts I wear sometimes. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like for me, I. Always thought of this too serious, so I'm like, I don't really have anything, but I guess, like you said, maybe just any game I repeat a lot that takes me away from the backlog over and over. I guess. I'll grab another pop, honey. I'll go for it. Um, I guess maybe, I'm going to stare straight ahead like you're still here and talk to you. Okay. I guess maybe Shit. I would consider uh, Fortnite one of those, just because I hated on it for so long that it you seems kind of. partaked in the skins. I did, a Master Chief. I mean, that and Taylor Swift would probably be my only two there. Think about her uh, dabbing and doing all the dances. I'm sure that clip exists somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. With mods and shit? No, I'm sure she's actually dabbing in real life. She's a fine woman. I don't think she'd do that. Oh, I think you're going upstairs. I was going to get all into this. Oh, I know you had it right there. Um, so I think that's it for me. I'm sorry I was so boring, James. It was a good question. I'm just... What, you, what is your guilty pleasures, James? Oh, yeah. I feel like you could have some crazy ones with the stuff you play. You know who we need to fucking ask? Ryan. No, well, Ryan would be a good one. Dave, 
Oh, Our friend Dave, God, he's into some creepy. weird Japanese sexual pinball machine. Mach- There's some weird games he's brought over here before. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think Dave listens to this, but if you do, Dave, let us know in the comments. You as well, James, because, yeah, I am curious. Ryan's, I think, could be funny, but I think he's just so uh, selective with his games, to put it nicely. But I think there's probably no real guilty pleasure possible. But, uh... If you want to send any corrections, questions, or feedback, you can send to currentbacklawyers at gmail.com. And then we can get into the news here if you want, buddy. And there's a good amount this week. Yeah. Let's do it. I think I'll start off with your section first. Oh, you add some too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's see. Clear all that stuff out. Let me go from uh, my stuff here. Scrolling up to the tap. This one's from Game Informer. Titled, New Nintendo Documentary. Should I do that voice the whole time? If you think you can do it, go for it. Nintendo has one of the most fascinating stories of any company out there. Video games or otherwise. In playing with power, the Nintendo story is the latest... I can't do that. I don't like that. (laughs) Examination into the long history. The five-part documentary series is coming to crackle on March 1st. I didn't know about this. I didn't either. Actually, I was scrolling through Facebook and what the hell is that? This is exciting. Uh, the seri- this is uh, also from Game Informer. The series is written and directed by Jeremy Sneed. Uh, he made video games and movie. That's right. That's, That's your boy. He got me so excited. You like him? Yeah, I told you uh, when I bought his last documentary how he was uh, really nice and talking to me like, privately and yeah. told me how to get on Blu-ray and everything. So that always makes me want to support him a little more and like him. It's, it's nice. You're in his DMs. <laughs> and executive produced by actor Sean Astin. I like him a lot, too. Um, yeah, War of the Rings, um, Rudy Fame, um, uh, 51st Days, that we look for. There it is. That's um, nice. What's his line that we always say? Uh, Spam and Reese's. Can I have them? Do you remember that? Yeah. He gives him Spam and Reese's and immediately asks for it back. Do you remember his uh, fucking beautiful shirt, too? Yeah. Surprised he agreed to that, <laughs> bud. But there's one more. Oh yeah, the Goonies. What am I missing? Are you being serious with me right now? I feel like I'm once saying, "Oh yeah," because the way you're looking at me. But Stranger I mean, Things. Oh, I've only watched the first season. I liked it, but oh, he's season two. Oh, that explains it. That explains Spoilers. It. It's not, bud. Joking. No, I'm kidding. You should watch season two though. It's not yeah. as good. Yeah, um, I liked Stranger Things. It was definitely, I'll be honest, that was one of those things that definitely swayed me because of how people are being. Just nobody was shut up when that came out, and not a single person was like, Hipster alert. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know how I am. I'm not a hipster. It's that when so many people are saying that and nobody has a different opinion, I'm like, something's up here because everybody has different opinions, so somebody's bound to watch. I'm like, yeah, it's, it really sucked, or even just, yeah, it's pretty good. I was only hearing, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And I watched it, and I was like, this is good. But now I feel like my expectations were way too high because of everybody else. Yeah. But I do want to watch it. I am not watch it because of that. I just got behind on it, like a lot of stuff we talk about. Like Left Behind. Uh, He narrates. Uh, so this is going to be narrated by Sean Astin, which he's got a good voice, too. Mm-hmm. I like it. There's somebody I look at. Um. Celebrity crush, I think. Yeah? I like him. A little bromance, <laughs> me and that guy. Seems like a good guy. Yeah. Good hugger. I can tell you can give some good oh. hugs. Um, 
playing with power sits down with historians and former Nintendo employees as they discuss the company's success. The appearances appearances include Will Wheaton. Did did he get canceled? I can't I keep it. So. No, he didn't. I think he's no. I think about the Firefly uh, writer director. Oh, he got canceled. Uh, Josh Whedon. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, Allison Haslip. Who is this person? Um, she was on G four. I think G four. I think oh, so. Yeah. By the way, you said that one girl was a became a porn star. Yeah. So I was like, bro, I gotta look her up. See what's going on. She did like legit porn though, like not like it's like topless for Playboy and stuff. Oh yeah, not. Yeah, that's what I meant. I for some reason I was like, oh dude. Yeah, no, I probably should have clarified. Yeah, she did like what everyone calls them classy or whatever. Yeah, classy. Um, Reggie Phil uh, Phil's May, Phil Spencer, Tom Kalinsky, Nolan Bushnell. Uh, okay, don't recognize this name. <laughs> uh, should we iterate for these people? Who I mean, most people probably know who this is, right? You can if you want. I think that's something I also say I'll do on here and never do. Okay, Reggie Reggie Phils is known for uh, GameStop. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Nintendo, he was uh, Nintendo of America, long time running, beautiful man. Phil Spencer, uh, big PlayStation guy, right, Casey? No. See, I'm doing the opposite of what I said I'd do. Oh, uh, he's Xbox. Tom Kalinske, Um he is uh, the he creator. Splinter Cell. Yes. Yep. Uh, and Tommy, we got to make this one He's up because I passed that one like that's true. Oh, <laughs> Nolan Bushnell, he was uh, the founder of uh, Chuck E. Cheese. That's right. You know that's real though. Yeah, I just I think he's known for something else, but yeah. Oh, uh, Apple computers, right? Oh my God. Yeah, talk Ooh. about a legend. Though. He made a he yeah. actually made Atari and fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Uh, they're both really successful right now too. Big. <laughs> Big hits. Uh, who is Tommy Tallarico? It's the next person on this list. I know I've seen him on uh, video game videos before, but I'm not sure what he's actually known for. Okay, and then Cliff Bolinski. Is it? Is this a joke? Is it Bolinski or is it somebody else? Cliff Bolinski. Who is that, Casey? I don't know. I don't like how you're looking at me. <laughs> in a statement shared by Deadline, Sneed had this to say about the series. This is someone Casey was in the DMs with, possibly flirting with. He quote said, Wow, Casey, please email me again. I really miss this guy. His affectionate touches through his virtual words were a huge turn on. It says, Producing and directing Playing With Power has been a lifelong ambition of mine as an artist, gamer, and filmmaker, Sneed said. To see... Do you think they'll actually? Sorry, go to go back. Do you think they'll actually ask Cliffy B like serious questions or? Oh, I think so. home runs. Oh, um, you mean like layup questions? Yeah. No, I think it'll be that. Cause like, where the fuck's he been? Is he supposed to be in hiding? No, yeah, I think I don't think they'll ask any questions like that. I think he's probably just gonna talk about why he liked Nintendo and what it did for him and everything. It was great. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Steve said, to see my show not only come to life with such loving care through my team and its efforts, but to also have the opportunity to partner with such talented and experienced team like Screen Media and Crackle. He's being nice to Crackle. Really nice to Crackle. Um, to release the series to the public, Crackle, known for, and could just list off of all their Joe big Dirt hits. Q. 
Joe Dirt too. The release of the series to the public has just been a dream come true. It's exciting for me because you know what that means? Probably free, right? That's all I'm thinking. Yeah, something all about that. Yeah, so uh, that looks good. I like all these video game documentaries. The more the merrier. There was a time where it felt like we had like two or three. And when one came out, you're like, oh, you go nuts. Yeah. Now there's so many. And I love it, though. Me too. The only complaint I have is something that we mentioned before. I think this one, with him being behind it, I have a lot more hope. But I feel like all these documentaries cover the same five things over and over. I feel like this is one of the topics that have been covered so many times. Even to the point where uh, Sean asked, and I like him too, but he was literally the narrator for the video game movie. Um, was he? Yeah. I don't remember that. And uh, um, what's the fucking... His other documentary that I bought that was just talking about Blu-ray dumplings. series? Yeah. Um, he was a narrator on that for a little bit. Maybe you could email him and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like there's just so much crossover. Will Wheaton was on the video game movies. I feel like they always kind of feel similar. But I get you're also trying to get people to actually care and know about it. You don't want to just get Samuel Jackson like you do on the Game Awards show and have him obviously not care too shit about video games and talk about it. Or if they did, like, a Planet Earth, like Morgan Freeman yeah. or something. <laughs> um, and I do think this has been covered before, but I do think it could be a different look at it, especially being a five-part series. And even though Crackle is obviously um, probably not the best choice, for one, like you said, it probably means it's free, which I'm all about. And I feel like that's going to give him a lot more leeway because the video game movie was good, and I feel like he really cares about video games and knows history. But I would talk about when you make movies like that, I feel like they try and cover it like the most broad audience because they know that if they're making like that, they need to make money more than just people like us. So I feel like doing something like this, he'll be able to do a lot more deeper dive and uh, not just cover like base level like Nintendo is this company and actually get into the nitty gritty as the kids say. Yeah. And not so many like home run questions would be nice too. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like any of those people are going to be on there, like, as interviews. I feel like they are just going to kind of be like, talking about what it, like, to move the story along is what they're there for. I don't you know. remember that TV show, We Love the 80s or whatever? Uh-huh. I feel like a, lo- a lot of video game documentaries have a problem where they're, like, yeah. almost carbon copies of that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I do think it's interesting that Phil Spencer is on here. I know he's all about showing love and everything, but I'm surprised that he's even allowed to do that. I think it's really cool, and I'm wondering what help, how to say on there, but I'm guessing it is kind of be copy and paste. Yeah. I, I, God, I hope not. Yeah, we'll see. Did it say when it comes out? I don't think it did, but. No. Yeah, we'll see when it does, though. It'll definitely be interesting. From PlayStation Blog. Oh, the sub, oh, the title is a spoiler. New PSVR announced. More than four years ago, we launched PlayStation VR to offer a transformative new way to play on PS4. Today, I'm pleased to share with our next generation VR systems we will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Um, so, to develop the next VR system that enhances everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input, it will also connect to PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use. 
One of the innovations we're excited about is our new VR controller, which will incorporate some of the key features found in DualSense wireless controllers, along with a great focus and great ergonomics. There's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021, but we wanted to provide this early update to our fans. With both PlayStation VR, whoops, and the next, that's actually what he said in there, he said, whoops, uh, a next generation VR system, we are building our commitment to virtual reality as a medium for games is stronger than ever. We look forward to sharing more details in the future. Yeah, so fucking exciting new PlayStation VR finally announced yeah I'm excited that they're working on it yeah I feel like it was a layup as far as that they should because what we talked about before it's the highest selling VR which is still nuts to me because the others are obviously somewhere uh, better as far as quality and I feel like more people talk about those it's like the Game Boy thing though yeah the battle of the handhelds Game Boy is like the weakest one right yeah oh definitely but yeah yeah but PlayStation VR has sold the most by far. So I feel like it should have been a layup, and you're like, of course they announced it, but this is Sony we're talking about, and kind of like Ryan was joking about Google, they don't give up on it as fast, they usually kind of let them slowly die off, and that seemed like what was happening with VR, because it's been out so long, and they didn't put out anything, updates besides new games, that it seemed like a Sony thing just let it slide off, even though they could have a hit on their hands. Um, They didn't say anything about backwards capability did they but you would imagine it would work right i don't think it's gonna actually really because they said new controllers and um let's take advantage of ps5 so i think i feel like that's gonna be locked to uh the vr especially because they put out that weird dongle thing remember that you could order for yeah. your playstation which i need to do i don't know if i still can i meant to do that it's free for, buddy yeah your ps5 to make the current vr work so i think that's gonna be your backwards compatibility just use your old vr you can play it on your ps5 still <laughs> but i don't even think it's like uh the microsoft thing where they're like douchey about it i think this is just me guessing obviously but i'm assuming the technology if it's such an upgrade like that that it's either gonna be held back like xbox doing right now with their games even though they don't say it or playstation as well not just an xbox thing because you're hindering to the oldest technology but trying to get the newest technology so i feel like there has to be a trade-off there i think um the new controllers is the most exciting part about that because like i said i had a feeling they might pull a sony and still rock the playstation move controllers which i think the move controllers are really cool i didn't get too much hate but i think like we talked about with vr already they're already behind the curve so keeping those as your controller going in the future would have been a huge mistake i think so I'm excited and curious to see what that is. I really wish it would have been wireless, and I think that's the true future of VR. I do think getting one wire is definitely 100 times better than the system they have now. You see my VR here and all the nonsense. <laughs> what is it, the Matrix? Yeah, and that's the biggest downside. Um, I'm sure there is a bonus to having it plugged in. It probably, uh, you don't have to render as much power and everything, so it probably is a bonus there as well. I'm sure that's not an excuse. I'm sure that if they can make it wireless, they would. But I think there probably is a benefit since they do have it set up like that. And if it is just one seamless wire, like they said, it's a lot easier to keep out of the way than the nonsense of cables everywhere and a processor box you have to hook up to it and everything. Um, they said it won't be out this year, which I feel like was weird to specify that. Um, and to really announce this at all because it didn't seem like there's any leaks or any signs that people are going to figure out about this. I mean, you got to think about the time, right? 
What's that? This is like a lull for shareholders. Yeah, I was just thinking to spoil the next story we're going to talk about. They're doing um, a state of play coming up. I don't know why they couldn't wait a few days for that, but maybe it's because they didn't really announce much, so they didn't. They want to rather put out a press release and explain it than be like, "Here's your VR at the end of the state of play," and everyone's wait, 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 what is it? What is it? And have a thousand questions. Yeah, but I think you still could have done that to build the excitement and have uh, like a one more thing announcement and just put up PSVR two and then still put out your press release after to answer all the questions. Been a cool thing for E three. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so, especially they, it is kind of weird enough that just right after the PS five came out. Yeah. And I think you need to be more concerned about getting PS5s on shelves. Yeah. Uh huh. And they specified it won't be this year, which I feel like that was a fair assumption. I wouldn't have thought it had been this year. But the fact they specified that, I feel like it's going to make people think that that means next year. Because I feel like that's a weird statement to make that's not this year. Because I don't think anybody would have thought it would come out this year. So I feel like they're setting, even if they didn't intentionally do it, expectations that probably means it's going to be next year, which maybe it is. But if not, I feel like they're setting themselves up for disappointment with that. Yeah. Fans, I mean. All right, on to the next story. More PlayStation games coming to PC from Polygon. Days gone and a whole slate of PlayStation games are coming to PC. Sony Interactive Entertainment American CEO James Jim. I was going to say James Ryan. Jim Ryan told GQ. Isn't it kind of weird that all these different like brands are involved in gaming now? Yeah, I I uh, even clicked on the link on that article. It said GQ. That this must be something else, not the GQ I know of. Yeah. Nope, this is GQ. This and is Forbes. Weird. Forbes went yeah. balls to the wall. I know Vice was doing their own thing for a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, interview published Tuesday morning. The <laughs> biker fantasy is fucking a ridiculous-ass term for this game. Biker fantasy zombie adventure. This summer, one man in a biker <laughs> fantasy zombie adventure. Uh, what a dumb term. Biker fantasy? That is, I didn't even notice that. I don't think copy and paste of these, I didn't notice that. Will be available on PC this spring, Ryan said. Once console only, Sony has over the past year made more of its first party PlayStation games available on PC. Horizon Zero Dawn went to PC in early 2020, followed by Death Stranding later that summer. Uh, it's funny, we mentioned weird websites. The next one's from Variety. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I think it's kinda weird that uh PlayStation's doing this. I would never expected that from them. But I've noticed the the stuff they're bringing over to PC is not big titles. Yeah, well Horizon came there, which is definitely one of their biggest. Yeah, but I'm talking about like God of War yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I do think it's weird that it's these, but maybe that's a middle ground to be off over can kinda of test this without maybe pissing people off. Um did you have anything to add on that? I just I don't, it was interesting. I, I, lot to... I think it's cool that Xbox and PlayStation do this, but especially in the Xbox's camp, what's the fucking reason for me buying your consoles? Then? No, I know. I think if they're going to do I feel like this is a much better way of doing it, waiting a few years and be like, all right, well, if you're going to buy this and you're going to buy a console for it, then you obviously already did it. If not, then PC can have it now. So I think waiting a couple of years or a few, whatever. I think that's a cool way of doing it and letting other people play it so it's not just limited to that. Even though I'm a, you know, I believe in exclusives as well, but I think that's a fair way of doing it. But yeah, I don't, like the day one kind of stuff I think is a little nuts. Yeah. Um, 
Did it, the uh, state of play get deleted on there? I don't care. I just this. Did I put the state of play story on there? It was like about the date and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he maybe accident copy and pasted that in. No, I just I don't care about the whole story. It was mainly just to talk about the state of play, which is probably today if you're listening to this, but Thursday, February twenty fifth, five o'clock our time, Eastern time. And it's thirty minutes and it says that it will serve up new updates and deep dives for ten games coming to PS four and PS five, including new game announcements, updates and some of the third party and any titles. You last saw in PS5 showcase and June's PS5 showcase. Um, I mainly put that in there because I felt like it connected to PlayStation VR, and because um, I might do—I won't be able to do it live again because I have to work. But I might do a a stream for that as well and watch it. But I thought it was interesting that either it's setting up for disappointment again, or I feel like this could be big because they said new game announcements on top of the the deep dives into the ten games. And if that's all in 30 minutes, I feel like it's going to be pretty compressed and may get some real news out of it. Cool, cool. Uh, the next one's from, once again, Variety. What do you, why do you think they did that? Just uh, gamers clicking on a bunch of shit? We like reading articles? Oh. IGN's got to be pissed. Yeah. They had, they had a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh. I think uh, one of the girls I went to high school just got hired by them. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm really happy for her. I remember in high school she was like crazy into fashion, was always carried around these like tablets, and like would draw shit all the time, like make her own fashion lines and like on the all these like she was nerdy as a motherfucker for like this fashion stuff. And we had a as part of the <laughs> fashion marketing that's what the class was, so I was in that class. Um, I hated it. I did one semester, got out of there. Not one semester, but one, whatever the high school term is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, she, had, I think it was that or Vanity Fair, one of them, one of the big fashion magazines. Huh. And she used to, like, I would watch her on the website, like, yeah. reading all the stuff about it. And I was like, I don't really fucking know you. I kind of know you. We're associates. We yeah. know each other enough to be on Facebook. But I was like, damn, that's, I'm so proud of you. That's pretty awesome. That was like maybe 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago, nine years ago. And she did it. She fucking did it. I mean. Like one of us getting a job at like IGN or something. Or doing your own podcast. This is the equivalent. They moved her to England too. I'll start paying you soon. Okay, cool. No, Mm -hmm. in sex, right? We'll talk with the camera off. Of course not. Um, But yeah. Sorry, that was a little tangent, but I was I'm fucking, I'm so proud of you. Probably the most successful person I know from my high school. Oh, okay. Besides me. Bitch. Uh, so, anyway, Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions are developing a series based on the twisted metal of vehicular combat games. The first virtual release was in 1995. I didn't know it was that old. I know, it's nuts. Uh, it was originally reported in 2019 that Sony was interested in developing a series based on the game. The new series is described as an action comedy based on the original take, but this is the part that gets me excited. Um, I didn't know these guys, but I like their yeah, works. Uh-huh. Uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the writers behind Deadpool films and Zombieland. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what we want, some like goofy rated R shit. Yeah. Um, Twisted Metal is one of the most beloved franchises from PlayStation, said Asad 
Quizzle Bash. Uh, <laughs> you imagine that as your last Quizzle Bash? Um, sounds like some stupid Harry Potter thing or something. It does. The head head of PlayStation Productions. We are thrilled to have such great team working on bringing this iconic game to life for fans. This, and I like that too because it means like Sony's probably dumping money on this then mm-hmm. too. Hopefully. The show is about Motormouth Outsider, which is another terrible fucking term. Biker fantasy and Motormouth head, mouthed Outsider, is offered a chance of better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a happy trigger uh, car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehic- uh, vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road including a deranged clown named who drives who drives all too familiar ice cream truck whom the fans of the game will know as sweet tooth he was the main character right mm-hmm. yeah that's weird he's not the main character of the show yeah that seems odd uh michael jonathan smith who most recently wrote for the uh wrote for and produced cobra kai will write and executive producer series. Reese and Wernick are attached as executive producers. Will Arnett, that's exciting, uh, will executive produce via um, Electric Avenue Production Company. And this is, I also like this part. I'm so excited for the show now. Oh, for reading this. Uh-huh. If you told me that generic, like, oh, that'd be cool. I'll check it out. But now I'm excited because there is speculation that Arnett will voice Sweet Tooth in a cameo. That's a good, I think that's yeah, a perfect yeah. person for that. <laughs> Uh, but according to an individual with knowledge of the project, no deal is currently in place for him to do so. Uh, yeah, the, the, I hope there's a lot of humor in this, too. A lot of stupid shit. But, so this marks the second high-profile project from Sony Pictures TV and PlayStation Productions in recent month. Yeah. yeah. Last of Us is the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited. I James told me about this, actually, and I was like, are you sure? Because I could have sworn I've heard this before, and I saw in there that they talked about this in 2019 because I could have sworn I heard this before. Um, and then, yeah, I thought it sounded cool at the time, and then it fell through. I was like, oh, man, that would have been cool. But, yeah, it's got me way more excited. We'll see if it ends up coming out. This stuff happens all the time. But I think we're seeing lately a lot more of these shows actually fall and movies following through and coming out. So I feel like companies are going to want to take advantage of the momentum right now. And it's cool to see Sony do it too because – Ratchet and Clank was such a failure, not as far as the content. I thought it was really good for what it was, but as far as marketing or uh, money-wise, it was a failure. So I'm glad they didn't pull a Sony like we talked about and bail out because one thing failed. Especially because that was successful as far as the product. It was just the... And a part of it was on them because they did it in a normal non-marketing like Sony does and kind of just came out. I remember reading our friends, like, wait, they're making a Ratchet and Clank movie? And that's feel like the target audience for that. Yeah. Um... But no, this all sounds perfect. I definitely think it should be comedic, so I think they got the right people. But I think you also need people that understand action and like the over the top, um, not Mad necessarily, Max. yeah, yeah, not necessarily gore, but like the disturbing shit and like the craziness. And I feel like that's exactly what Deadpool is. It's very humorous, but at the same time, the action in it is so well done, and the. Uh, the gore that is in is in Deadpool is so well done. I feel like it's not just the humor. I feel like Deadpool is just funny. It lose a lot of it's what makes it so good. So now I think this is a perfect match that all of it comes through. The recipe for success is there. 
And I'm excited. Me too. All right. The next one's also about a TV show. Recipe for success. You got a sweet tooth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, this is from Polygon. This is actually a video game website. So <laughs> not... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Halo show coming exclusively to streaming. Showtime's upcoming Halo TV series is getting a new home. The live-action adaptation of the popular sci-fi shooters will now debut exclusively on the relaunched Paramount Plus streaming service when it arrives at the beginning of 2022. Is Paramount, Paramount Plus have anything to do with CBS All Access? I looked that up because I was like, this makes no sense. Why this be a thing? They must own Showtime or something. And yes, yeah, CBS owns all of Showtime, I guess. They're the parent company of Showtime. Gotcha. And but is Paramount part. Plus part of CBS All Access? They're, um, I don't know if it says in there or not. They're rebranding it. They CBS, CBS All Access is going away. Oh. And it's going to be Paramount Plus instead. What's exciting is I will get I will get this. I think my wrestling subscription will immediately transfer to this. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. They're spending buku bucks on shit. Yeah. There's a rumor that they spent a billion dollars getting WWE over there. Oh my god. A billion dollars. Yeah. Um, which wrestling probably needed it. Um, uh, there have been a few attempts at adapting uh, Halo to live uh, live action, it, just for fucking fourteen years, uh, including the less than stellar Halo Nightfall. I don't think it was less than stellar. It was okay. Yeah, I thought it was good for the value and the uh, production value. Yeah. Really well done. Basically an indie movie. Yeah. Of which the Showtime series is the latest. It's been in the works since 2018 and promises to actually focus on the star of the series, Master Chief Petty Officer John's 117. The armored star of the show will also see Jen Taylor return to the reprise as, as Cortana, which is great that they're actually getting the people in mm-hmm. that. Uh, we were on the hunt for the signature shows beyond Star Trek's franchise on CBS All Access. So they wanted more sci-fi shows. And what could be a more defining series for Paramount Plus? David Nevins, who serves both as the chief creative officer at CBS and the CEO of Showtime, uh, said to Deadline, Halo will always fit the bill, but seeing it, we felt it would work. Halo was originally intended to release in 2021, but the show has been since delayed due to the pause in production caused by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Paramount Plus is... Oh, did you add this? Don't know. Paramount Plus is relaunched version of CBS All Access, which will combine... Because I asked you about it, but I remember looking at these notes. Oh, that was in the original one, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, which combined contents from the recently... Uh, reemerge CBS and Paramount together into single streaming. So this means Showtime's going away too. I don't, I don't know about that part actually. Um, Halo joins the other marquee titles for the service, including Star Trek shows like Picard and Discovery, the SpongeBob SquarePants spinoff Camp Camp Coral, and the Godfather making of a drama The Offer. How did it have the right to SpongeBob? Uh, what's this, Viacom, right? Yeah. But they don't own Nickelodeon, do they? No, I don't think so. I think that's Comcast Viacom, right? Yeah. Who owns Nickelodeon? Oh. Guess who owns Viacom? (laughs) CBS. Who owns Viacom? Viacom's parent organization is National Amusements. 
It says owns seventy nine point four percent of the Class A voting common stock. What's called Viacom CBS is the stock. Mm-hmm. Are they partnered or are they owned? Who owns CBS? CBS Corporation's parent organization is National Amusement. So it's the same company. Wait, the same company. Who owns SpongeBob though? Viacom. Oh, how? Who owns SpongeBob? Steven Hillenburg. He doesn't own it, honey. SpongeBob SquarePants is an American animated comedy television series created by. So we have a third, third, third guest on the podcast. Steven Hillenburg for Nickelodeon. Thank you. Oh, we're still going. His aquatic friends. Thank you, honey. Um, I just picture Roy. Fucking huge nerd, like they're talking about it, like packs or something. Oh, what's SpongeBob about? And that's a rant you get. <laughs> a crustacean. <laughs> uh, Viacom CBS is an American, yeah, conglomerate that owns, yeah. So, whatever this Amer- this fucking national amusements theater company owns everything. So yeah, they own SpongeBob. That's Do they, they own all it. Nickelodeon? It looks like it. Yeah, they own oh, all okay. Nickelodeon. That's where I was confused because I don't know. Also, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't put out other Nickelodeon shows. Did they have the right to that? Uh, isn't isn't it on Hulu? I don't know. Where can you stream SpongeBob? Uh, it's on CBS already. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's already on there. But why isn't like Rugrats and the? We were just talking before this, buddy. They uh, are doing a reunion show. On CBS? Is uh, that Paramount right? Plus. Oh, okay. They're also doing uh, something with Beavis and Butthead. All right. There's um, another one as well. I can't remember. But, Jesus, they're going balls to the wall. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Getting back to the uh, topic that took us off there. Um, how do you feel about Halo not technically being on Showtime anymore and going straight to this? That's fine with me. I don't have a Showtime subscription, and I feel like Showtime's been dead for a minute. Do I remember the was Dexter the last big thing? Uh, there's big things since then. I wasn't nothing I was into, but so I'm blanking. But I know there's other big shows for sure. I yeah, for me personally, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm definitely not gonna get a Paramount membership permanently, but I'll get it to watch Halo for sure. There's no way I won't do that. But it is ten bucks, and you do get a lot of shit. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, I said there's too many streaming services. I know it's a joke now, but it is truly. I'll pay so many streaming oh, yeah. services that we pay pay just much, if not more, than cable. Now it's the whole point of these streaming services to begin with. What's kind of crazy? Oh yeah, but I, I think they're still better than cable. The ease of access and the fact that you can just hop on any computer around the world, well, in the United States, and pick up right where I left off. No commercials, ease of access. I still think it's way better than... Uh, even if they're equivalent prices, same exact prices, I would choose streaming over cable any day. I think it's harder for me just because there's so much stuff on these streaming services you can't get with sports and whatnot that I know you can get ESPN Plus, but you've seen how limited that is. Oh, yeah. Actually, what you watch, so... Well, that's because of crazy contracts written forever yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Try, if they could, they would. But I, I think that's why cable holds... Fucking clutching their pearls yeah. when it comes to that shit. So for me personally, I'm, yeah, I don't have any issue with it because I'll sign Cause up. MLB for this tried to, get it. to do it right, and that was kind of a shit show because Renee, we decided okay, we'll try it. Renee likes baseball; she loves baseball, 
And it was like every game. <laughs> it actually can't watch this in your area. Oh, yeah. The fuck? Yeah, blackouts. Um, I think for the show's success, though, I'm kind of bummed. I could be wrong, but I think Showtime would have made way more chance of it being successful. I think. Really? Yeah. I think the people that are going to watch this and go out of their way to get a streaming service, I feel like it's going to be all the Halo fans that already know about Halo. I feel like there's not going to be very many random people that stumble upon it. I think if you had it on Showtime where people already have a channel and are subscribed to it, they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this is on, and watch it. I think you'd get a lot more random people. So I feel like now they're just going to get the same audience that watch Nightfall and all these things that mainstream people could not even fucking know what it is. Especially because, yeah, I don't know what Showtime that like their mobile thing is going to be now. I don't know if that's going away. But we could have still had that option. If that isn't going away, we could have had the option with it being on Showtime because yeah, I don't have Showtime either. But same with this. I would have definitely signed up for Showtime Mobile or whatever they called it to be able to watch Halo. So it still would have been in the same boat. Um. So let's see. I see. I, f- I, f- I understand what you're saying, but I feel like it's reversed. I feel like Showtime is this like, archaic thing that no one really has anymore. Or cable, cable in general. So I feel like uh, more people probably have CBS All Access. So I'm gonna try to look up the numbers here. Um, so there's nearly 30 million global subscribers to CBS All Access, um, and Showtime. Showtime always felt like the dumb cousin of HBO. Um, Showtime. Uh. Combined user base is 17 million. So there's almost double the amount of people on uh, CBS All Access. Yeah, it could be wrong. I just feel like the audience are so different too. I feel like. Wait, no. This they're combining. This is an old old amount where they're combining. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to find an article here that's up to par here. I'm sorry. I don't want to give false amounts here. Um. Uh, as Showtime OTT continues on, Viacom, CBS. So they are leaving it up then. Uh, okay. They keeping Showtime then? See, so that's why I would prefer because we could still subscribe to Showtime's thing and watch it and it'll be on Showtime. And I feel like the audience are so different. I know what you're mean, that there's a wider base and that people might watch it like that. But I think when you have TV just on, it's a lot easier to go, oh, shit, what's this thing? I feel like normal people aren't going to go out of their way to watch Halo on a streaming service. I think word of mouth will be huge. Yeah, my dad. So. My dad hasn't watched a Star Wars movie since he took me fucking 2005 to watch uh, Revenge of the Sith. And he destroyed, like he asked for my Disney account because he's like, man, everyone's talking about Mandalorian. Let me watch this. And then he sat through all of them. So I think word of mouth is way bigger than someone's... Because I don't think... Who the fuck has cable anymore? Yeah, I hope you're right. And I think I'd have more confidence if it was on Hulu or Netflix. Yeah. I just think all those are so just everyday people. Are, oh, yeah, I watched on Netflix and Hulu. I haven't heard anybody say I had it on CBS All Access. And obviously there is those people. But I feel like if me and you and tell everybody that you should watch... Halo to, oh, shit, is it on Netflix? No, it's on Hulu? No, it's on Paramount Plus, though. Oh, I'm not going to pay for <laughs> another one. Yeah. So I think word of mouth might be hard, too, unless you already have it. 
like I said, you're gonna, definitely going to get all the people that care about Halo. Like if one of our friends and we tell about, and oh, shit, I'll get it for Halo. But I just don't know if you're going to get the normal people, which I think Halo is going to need an audience bigger than the Halo audience, especially with the, what it seems like they're putting into it money-wise. And with the success of, like, he's saying, oh, they want more sci-fi, but I think they're gearing this as, like, a complete competitor to Mandalorian. I, I mean, you know, I like Halo even more than I do Star Wars, which is a tall task, but um, just judging fairly. I think Halo is at a, a lost cause going up against Star Wars. Just, yeah. It's just a fucking endless money pool when you have Disney behind it. Oh, yeah. And I feel like he's showing strong support for Halo, but I feel like they're going to expect Star Wars numbers, and if it doesn't show them the first season or it gets bad reviews, I can see him just fucking cutting it. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm... That dirty shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, though, obviously. Um, they said 2022 is... Uh, and it said quarter one. I don't think that article did, but I read, read another one. It said quarter one in 2022, so we're not even... If everything goes as planned, not that far away from it. Do you want me to read this Telltale thing? Yeah, if you want to do that, you could. Um, I think that was the last one I had in there, right? Yeah. Just because we talked about this a couple times on podcasts. Uh, interesting. One year ago, we surprised the games. This is from Telltale. It's like, what is this, an email they sent out? Uh, they posted on their Twitter, just like a statement. Uh we surprised the games community with news that we had started pre-production on a new season of The Wolf Among Us. Since then, teams have been hard at work with con uh, continuing our mission to bring as many of the classic Telltale games back online. We released the Telltale Batman series, Shadow Edition, earlier this year, followed by re-release the Tales from the Monkey Island. And just this week, we released the Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventures, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! I missed <laughs> that website. Did you ever you ever fuck with that? No, I know what it is. I know I fuck. Was around people were obsessed with that. I just never. I didn't dislike. It. I just never got into it. I had a T-shirt from that. That'd be one of my first uh, internet purchases. Oh really? Yeah, my parents were real weird about buying stuff online. I tell you, the first time that they finally let me buy something on Amazon was yeah, I remember that. Fucking 2011. Uh -huh. I was with my own. I'd use my own money. Just, what if it doesn't show up? Yes, Dad, this billion-dollar company, they've been scamming everybody to purchase shit. Um, <laughs> different, that was only eight years ago, how oh, different different shit was. Did Best Buy have it? We'll just go down there. Now it's the, my dad orders so much shit through fucking Amazon now. Yeah, that's like, I think I've talked about it in here before, but I was talking to somebody today about uh, the movie Moon that I've talked uh -huh. about quite a few times. I was like, if you can't watch it on Netflix or Hulu, let me know I have it on Blu-ray and I'll bring it in for you. <laughs> Blu-ray. You really think people still watch disc? Whoa. I was like, man, we've done a 180 here. I I was uh, not the first, but I was in literally the first batch of people getting Netflix streaming because I signed up for it the day it came. Well, actually, before it came out, I signed up for DVD because I heard it was coming out. They announced it at E3. And I remember getting it. I was so excited and thought it was so cool. And everybody that I talked to, so do you own all these movies? Uh, no, they're just streaming. So you download them and then you're like, you keep them? I know they just go away and why would I want that then I don't own a single movie I was like well no that's not a point it's kind of different than disc I don't think I never even then I didn't think streaming was like the only way I was like these are two different things I feel like they're good together and now we've done 180 and feel like why the hell would I fucking want to own that I could stream it yeah man I feel like I'm arguing with myself from a different time zone Renee's Renee's uh, cousins are visiting uh huh and uh, that's always a weird thing for me because I'm like 
this is my basement. Like, and Renee gives him the tour. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's always interesting. Like, what is the reaction going to be to all this shit? Yeah. And they're like looking at it. like, you have so many VHS. Do you even have a VHS player? I hope you do with all these VHS. I'm like. I'm surprised you know what that is. Not even trying to be humorous because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about VHS, haven't been relevant probably their entire life. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, she's 30. Oh, okay. They're yeah. their kids. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, her uh, cousins. Oh, um, is it nephews? No, cousins. Uh, I might have, but um, yeah, they were like, look at all these DVDs. It's like, man, we're not that removed away from when everybody had this in yeah, the house. Uh-huh. Everybody had that massive. Uh, it was unusual to go to a house with like hundreds of DVDs. Like, just, what's uh, that? Um, you just remind me of a story that I could tell on uh, our other show. <laughs> I mean, I won't do it tonight, but. Oh, I think you have to oh, now. I, okay, fine. Oh, I'm excited. But yeah, it's uh we're really removed from physical media and minimalism's like the big new thing and uh her cousins are or her one cousin's definitely a minimalist. Um they they like to move a lot, like to different mm-hmm. states. Um she's a traveling circus. No, I'm just kidding. A traveling physical therapist or something i don't fucking know honestly but so all their stuff everything they own like just fits in their car and they go around and me i'm just i don't even think fucking five percent of what i own could fit in my car yeah but i don't know i just like physical media hey so i like most things a balance i think is usually good I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong i'm saying in general at that time i was like what the hell? We don't have to get rid of disc, and we don't have to own everything. It's cool to have a streaming option. I'm not gonna never buy a disc again. But I just think it's fucking nuts how we've done a 180, and now I'm like arguing myself from a different time period. I'm like, well, no. I mean, you could get on a disc. And why the hell would I want a fucking disc? What the, the hell? hell? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, this has really done a complete turnaround here. Yeah. Um. It makes it a little sad that people are just so. I mean, it'd probably be hard finding someone with a fucking Blu-ray player anymore. Yeah, a couple of people that didn't have that kind of reaction on it. Oh, shit, man, I would, but uh, I don't have anything to play it. Damn. What's even more crazy, because any of the last two Xbox or PS or PlayStations can play them, so it's even more weird. Um, Was that all the Telltale thing that kind of took us off there? Um, Yeah, that's it, I, I think, right? I thought I cut off, but the main point I was... Um, wanted to read that anyways was it was cool to see an official update from them and not rumors or anything and that uh, didn't really say much about the wolf among us but I was worried as I talked about here a couple of times that that would just go away and never come out so it sounds like they're obviously having trouble not with maybe production but just all the nonsense going on right now that's not going how it should have but something is definitely coming out. So that was a bigger point because I was worried and talked about how I think it might not come out and I'd be really sad. Okay. The next news is a little sad too, buddy. Uh, Fry's Electronics is closing. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we got in there and we did. That's what I was thinking. I knew it closed, but I didn't think that fast. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I filmed it too. Yeah. Uh, so after 36 years, closed without notice. Uh, and then they, their press, their like little, little release thing was like, "Hey, if we were working on any electronics, you need to get in contact with us, and we'll get them back to you." 
so it probably won't be repaired. They're like, hey, sorry if we get back to you slow. We're just overwhelmed yeah. right now. So it's like, so your fucking electronic device, you have no idea where it is or how to get in contact with them. Could be fried for all you know. Hey. Um, and they mentioned their creditors in there too. And I think initially I was reading on Reddit that, that that's why all the fries were so empty is that they would take product and put it on their shelves. And I guess most companies work on, hey, you put your product on a shelf when it sells, we'll then you get paid for your product. Yeah. And it seemed like fries was just <laughs> never paying people or something. So they're creditors. So are they super in debt? Like they didn't even, tr- it's almost like they've been, have been liquidating their stuff forever. And that's why they were so empty is because they were technically going out of business, but weren't going out of business. Yeah. Um, also shout out to that manager that was like, Hey, you can't film in here, blah, blah, blah. And then was like, the reason the store's so empty is because we're so far from the West coast. We don't have a distribution center here. Did you, are you still reading that article? What's that? Are you still reading that article? I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, there's no real article. I was oh. just this is taken from their thing. But yeah, that was it. Well, did you see that they had thirteen stores just in California? I know California's massive, so if you really spread it out, that's not that many. I think it's where they started, right? Probably. I was guessing it's where a headquarter started, but that's still just fucking nuts to me that they're so sprag throughout the entire country, but this one state had thirteen of them, no matter how big it is. I was just that is nuts. Yeah, and then uh so no liquidation sale. I don't know what the hell is going on inside the stores. It's weird. Gonna send it all to Kroger's. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the next piece of news is, uh, this is huge for me. I'm so excited. Um, Republic Commando getting an HD remaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out soon, too. Uh, April 6th for the PS4 and Switch. And this is a good price. 15 bucks. Yeah. That's crazy cheap. Uh, this is from the Verge website. Uh, Asper Media is handing, handling the new version. The studio previously released the remaster of Star Wars Episode One Racer for the PS4 and Switch, and is also working on a remaster for Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel, uh, and Rebel Without a Pulse, which is set to launch from March March 16th. I'm excited for both of these, but what the fuck? These are Xbox exclusives, and they're not coming to Xbox. The article I had, that's why I thought at first, too. You're talking but, about you can, backwards compatibility? No, they released this on Xbox in uh, 2018. Well, no, you can play it backwards, backwards capability, right? That's not what the article I read said, but I thought that was weird. So how the hell did neither of us hear about that? Yeah. Um, let me look that up if you want to talk for a second. Can yeah. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando was originally released on Xbox and PC in early 2005 and was developed and pu- published by Lucasfilm Games. While the remaster is not coming to Xbox consoles, both Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash S owners do have an opportunity to play the game on modern Microsoft gaming hardware with backwards capability. And then there was talked about how there's no multiplayer in the remaster. I mean, that's not shocking. I don't even really remember playing the the multiplayer but i'm really nostalgic for this game yeah i didn't remember that it had multiplayer i'm not gonna lie to you yeah um can't uh, find your cool i recommend listening to the soundtrack too it's one of the best soundtracks ever uh there's a song i forget the song is but i think one of the best the, the duel of fates from episode one is that the big one that's probably that's what uh darth maul right yeah yeah I think that's one of the best Star Wars songs, but I'm trying to remember. There's a song on 
that soundtrack. I think it's a great game. Um, for some reason, the website too said it was a cult classic. I don't, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't a huge game, but I felt like me and my friends knew about it. It was a dark game. I'm surprised Nintendo's, or not Nintendo, but Disney's allowing something so gritty. I can't find it, but maybe it was the uh, fast-forward compatibility. I read it wrong, or maybe they had the article wrong, because um, I thought that would have been fucking crazy if I missed that, because that was my first thought, too, why I wasn't on that. I'm pretty sure Pod Racer was the same way, wasn't it? I feel like I said that when that was announced. I was like, this is so cool, but why is it coming to a Switch and PS4? Yeah. Um, that's another game that I was excited about and didn't get, though, which I still want to get Pod Racer, especially because they added online play to it, which is nuts. Um, Republic Commando is a game that I was so excited for. I bought day one. <laughs> I do think it's a cult classic because I don't think it sold that well. I think being exclusive to Xbox probably didn't help it. But I got to be honest with you, I played it probably like 10 minutes probably a little longer, like an hour or something. And I was like, this is not for me. I didn't say it was bad or I didn't like it or that it was not good. I just did not like it at all. But I feel like that would have been prime time for uh, my Halo days. Oh, yeah. And I feel like they marketed it not as Halo, but like a shooter like Halo. So I think that's where my mind was at. And it was definitely more, it wasn't, I don't think it was hard, but for a game like that at the time, it was all just about running and gunning. And that was so much more about tactical work and your team and everything. That I think expecting a game like Halo and getting that, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I regret it now and have ever since then, actually. Because I'm like, man, now that I play so many different games, I can see how cool that'd be in my head. But going back and playing it, I'm sure it doesn't hold up like it would have if I played it at that time. Even this, I'm sure, is not going to have the same effect especially because so many games have done similar things now not that this was a first but I think it's really well done and it wasn't overdone at this point but I'm hoping they bring it up to par enough to at least play and not feel dated because I'd love to play it and I hope it has a cheap or trophies I guess since PS4 because I definitely have motivation to play an older game to keep me going um, but yeah it's a game that I definitely want to try, but like I said, I also said I was going to be a pod racer and never did, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> I have it if you want to borrow it. Okay. Um, they did say they're remastering it, right? Or is this just a straight-up port? I think it's just a, like an HD-like upgrade. So I would like to play oh. the best possibility I could to give it a chance because I know it is going to be dated that I really want to as good as chance I can. Um, oh, here it is. The much loved squad tactic shooter from 2005 was ported to Xbox One in 2018 and is now coming to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Hmm. So I wonder if that's why it didn't come, if it's like not like the, the upgrades you get from playing on the new Xboxes. And this is where I started thinking about trophies because, oh shit, I get on Xbox right now. I didn't know that. And, uh, try searching achievements and nothing came up so is this really like that much of a just straight up port that they didn't add achievements because that's not really even a thing anymore so yeah I don't know if there's maybe this, could, this article is from uh, Polygon I don't know if they didn't get the best info maybe on that article as possible as well yeah um I don't know I'm excited though me too definitely 
I hope you like it, buddy. Me too. Because it is right up your alley. I know. And <laughs> um, a lot of people worked on that, worked on Halo 5, and you could see it in Halo 5 with how it's a lot more squad-based and the tactical elements. But, so, man, I really wish. And also, it's really kind of full circle. I was like, oh, this game was awesome. I'm buying day one. Like, man, this game does not feel like Halo. And Halo started to revert back to, or start to be like Republic Commando. Like, man, this is nuts. <clears throat> was that all the news you had, or do you have more? Um, That was it. All right, we can get into media pickups. I don't have any this week. Do you? You were um, on here last week, so. Yeah, but I, I, everything got mixed in with the stuff I mentioned uh, the week before, so I can quickly go through there and see, because I kind of remember what I mentioned. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't. I, I think I've mentioned everything I picked up. Uh, this is an insane amount, but yeah, I think that was everything. I did pick up a signed copy of uh, Beer League, the collector's edition, signed by Artie Lang. Um, I think the guy's collection got a little water damaged, so he put it up there. Uh. Got it for like ten bucks, nice. uh, five bucks shipping, and it's signed by Artie. But the only issue is the bottom portion like sucked up water, and it's a little bit on the signature. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And especially because it's a collector's edition, and so it comes with like a hundred and fifty minutes worth of behind the scenes shit, and that I've never seen. I've seen the movie, but I've never seen the behind yeah. the scenes stuff, bonus features. And I don't know if my actual copy actually has all that on it, so. For fucking 15 bucks, sure. Shipped yeah, 15 bucks. And it's signed by Artie, my boy. But that's it. You got his Artie graph? <laughs> hey! Um, I was right. really hoping I didn't mess that one up. I was proud of that. So we can get into what have you been playing, buddy? Um, Well, we know Call of Duty's been <laughs> definitely been playing that. Uh, let's scroll up to the notes. Where's my notes? Uh, Prey 2017. Uh, you need to play this. I need to pray it. You need to pray this. Um, because it feels like Bioshock. Yeah, that's the aspect that always caught my attention. It feels a lot like the first Bioshock. Um, like almost like you guys copied this kind of feeling. So yeah. I think you really need to check it out, man. There's a crazy twist right off the beginning that draws you into the story, and you're like, "Holy shit, what's going on here?" I'm sure not. To the level of Bioshock, right? Not that you don't have to spoil it, but I'm saying they didn't do that good of a job, right? What's that? The twist. I feel like the Bioshock twist is one of the craziest and most well done twists I've ever seen. Oh, in no. Any media? No, I don't think so. It's about to be the start of the game, too. Okay. Um, then, of course, Cod War Zone and Cold War. And then uh, the game everyone's freaking out about right now, uh, Valheim, I think is how you say it. Uh, it's similar to Minecraft and RuneScape. In a lot of the ways, which is like really bad, uh, because those are some of the games I've sunk the most time, some time into. Um, this could be a new addiction for me if I'm not careful. Oh no! So, <laughs> but one thing holding me back is my PC's having a hard time running it, unfortunately. Well, so that could probably help. The good thing is, the first step is admitting you have a problem. You're already realizing your potential problem. Yep. So we can discuss this in the weeks going oh, forward. Yep. Um. Yeah, people keep you know, telling me I need to play this game, and I'm not saying it's bad, but uh, I feel like this game couldn't be less me. I don't know if people just don't know what I play. 
I don't like Minecraft. I've heard it compared to Terraria. I don't like Terraria. I never played RuneScape. I know all about because my friends were obsessed that I didn't mm-hmm. like RuneScape. And then people are like, well, yeah, but it's a lot like Skyrim. And I fucking hate Skyrim. Why? <laughs> Everything about this game sounds awful. And to me, I mean, not like a bad game. And then people are like, yeah, but dude, it's such a time sink. You just lose hours and you didn't even do much, but it's so much fun. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this game couldn't sound any less like me. Yeah, no, I mean, Derek talked about it last night. I'm like, God, yeah, we need to get more people on here. Like, let's get Casey on here. And I'm like, Casey's going to fucking hate this. Yeah, he's yeah. one. He's like, he, he did say it. last night you're going to hate it, probably. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he's like, you should play. I think you'd have fun. I, was, I don't think I'd have fun with this. <laughs> was that all you've been playing? Uh, cut you off, didn't want to? No, that's it, buddy. Okay. What about you? Uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, you play with me, guy. <laughs> I thought it was and funny your brother with that and game. Did it? Yeah. And then some uh, Master Chief Collection. And then. Haven't mentioned this one for a while. Actually, I played I played twice actually, one of times with you, but Halo Five. Like I said I know that game gets hate, but every time I play it, I love it. And last night we, yeah, last night played Action Sack, the crazy game mode with all these um, community created levels and game. Loved modes it. That, yeah, that you would never expect in Halo and completely change the gameplay. It did. It was a nice yeah. switch up. Um, then played some. Sorry, I was just checking on my phone. I actually have a. I'll have to go home and make sure, but I actually have an extra copy of Republic Commando. I do. It's disc only, but it's all yours, guy. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Played some uh, Prominence Poker again with Derek. We uh, fucking own the table again. Um, then me and him played some Slapshot Rebound. Have you heard of this game? Uh, no. It Basketball? Came, no, it's uh, hockey. Oh, Slapshot. You did say Slapshot. Well, Rebound, I asked him the same thing. I was like, is that like hockey mixed with? Basketball, because rebound, you kind of picture. Speaking of basketball, the Cavs finally won, won a game oh, after a 10-game losing yeah. streak. Um, it came out in December on Steam last year. It's in early access. Yeah. It's a really interesting game. It's a very cartoonish style and crazy physics. Not as bad, but like Gang, bust, gang Beast or something like that, where the physics are all fucking wonky. <laughs> and then... Kind of like the movement and the art style of Overcooked. But then it's uh, three on three, I think. Hockey and um, the controls are on the sticks like regular NHL, but it's really goofy. And it's just a lot of fun. It's in early access, so a lot of it's really bland. Kind of like I talked about with that uh, the football gaming him played. Uh, what is that called? Do you remember? Um, Grit, uh, Gridiron. Gridiron, yeah. yeah. It's very sim- not similar to that, but similar in the way that you can tell it's not finished. Like the gameplay is solid, but then when you score, it's just like dead silent, and there's like parts that you can just tell are straight up missing. But I'm sure that will all be stuff that gets added. And the base gameplay seems super interesting, like a lot of fun. Yeah, that it's, sounds cool. Yeah, it's a frustrating game. If you don't stick with it, it won't be fun because uh, frustrating, what, like Gang Beasts, frustrating. Um, or it's kind of fun. Fun definitely, yeah, definitely in that way, but not in the way that it seems almost unpredictable. Like not, I thought you're gonna talk about physics, like you wouldn't like that because Game Beast is fun, but it's like there's no way to really get good at. I'm actually, I'm sure there is. I bet there's some crazy streams, but when <laughs> we play, I feel like nobody's good at it. It's just luck. Oh yeah. But this more is frustrating the way that it is goofy and when it's going wrong. It's not like God, I'm so pissed. It's just you're laughing the whole time, but it seems like. Something you could definitely master, and actually, I know you could because we saw people just fucking nailing slap shots. But then me and Derek will line up and just like spin around and miss it. 
and uh but even when you do it wrong it's fun so it's the kind of thing that definitely has a learning curve but if you get good at it i think you get really good at it yeah um and it's free on steam and it's a minuscule download i can't remember what it is but it's like nothing and as you could free yeah it's free damn and, um as you could tell by me talking about the art style i don't think it'd take much on your computer either i think you yeah. definitely run something like that um i think please. i have to upgrade this year though do you that's getting bad because <laughs> volume is not you guys can look up his indie game same just like you're describing yeah and it's very bland and uh this 10 years i had this computer this year yeah that makes sense <laughs> it's probably time to upgrade um played some more smash bros just uh random here and there trying to unlock the characters because i still haven't unlocked all those and then I finished the game again this week. Oh, nice. Um, throwback to our old podcast. I finished Unravel finally. Oh, shit. And it was glorious. Um, got probably our biggest point. clip from the podcast, too. God. Do you remember you had the guy comment on there, too? He was like, I also cried. <laughs> yeah, so you weren't alone, buddy. Probably Dave creating a fake account back in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't get how you couldn't cry play this game. Um, <laughs> but... uh it was awesome. I didn't say this last week when I was talking about Uncharted 4 and uh, Super Mario World. Or no, Super Mario 3D World. These name, All these Mario games fucking such similar names. <laughs> but uh, all three of these are definitely candidate, early candidates for a uh, favorite backlog game of the year, for sure. Okay. I mean, it's early, but these were all three games that I was already invested in and thought I'd like. So I think, I don't know if you're on a podcast, that's my new goal is to mainly try and stick to games I've already played because I feel like if I've already played them there's a reason I started them so I have more chance I'll want to finish them but that's all well I think that's a decent amount but that's what I've been playing this week let us know what you've been playing in the comments and then what you've been watching buddy um you'd be proud of me okay it's starting to grow on me a little bit too because I don't know how to feel about Lost oh I don't know how to feel about it Oh, you're one watching moment, Lost? Yeah. One oh, moment I'm like... I thought it was going to be a joke. You're proud of me. I'm watching this show instead. No, no. It's Lost. Because one moment I'm like, God, Jesus Christ. How long can we sit on the fucking beach <laughs> and just go... Just talking these dramatic inflections and nobody actually talks like... Um, and I think my biggest Shine. issue with the show is... Uh, is I can't get... I know it's fake. Clearly all shows are fake and I know they're fake. But Breaking Bad, I'm like, whoa! I could, you know, I'm in this, I'm in this moment, and I think I have the same issues with Walking Dead a lot too. Clearly, there's fucking zombies and shit. But at the same time, you're like, whoa! What, what would I be like in this world? What's I could see this happening? Lost? I don't know. It just doesn't seem real. It's like, hmm. a, just so obviously fake. Um. But I've been watching it. I'm getting back into it. I'm almost done with the season four. Really? Okay. So. Where were you at? Like, how much have you watched? Uh, well, I can tell you. Okay. I can pull up Hulu. Because uh, there's moments where I'm, like, really into this. I'm really yeah. liking this. And I get why people liked it. And I was talking to your brother about it and Derek about it because they're big fans of the show, too. Oh, I'm pissed I didn't watch when it first came out or to have that. I don't know. I feel like I would have liked it a lot more. No, definitely. Like I said, I feel like a lot of shows have fed off of this and maybe even do it better, but it was uh, such a connection thing at the time. Because one moment I'm like, I can't. I feel like I'm doing homework or something. I can't fucking watch this right <laughs> now. So I take a little breaks, and I like it. I do like it. Um, let's see. I'm on season four. 
uh, episode nine. That is the shape of things to come. Where were you at when you started catching up? Do you remember? I felt like you were pretty far behind, weren't you? Did no, you I was like four episodes back behind that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were watching like Crazy Mount. Nope. So uh, it'd be nice to get caught back up and maybe finish like the last three episodes with you guys. Oh, that'd be awesome, group. mate. I feel like we have 12 episodes left, 12. I think. But that's 12, um, well, no, six Four weeks. weeks. Six weeks. Right? Nine. Yeah, two episodes in a year, six weeks. I think. Um, so I'm going to try to get caught back up. Because there's moments that'd where I'm like, awesome. this is a really good show. I like it, but then there's other times you catch me and I'm like, this, I fucking hate this show. That's funny that you said it doesn't feel real because it definitely does, especially um, with some of the stuff gets added and makes it, um, takes you farther away from real life. But I think for me, the acting is just so fucking good that that's what draws me in and maybe it takes me away from thinking about this stuff being so fake. And Yeah, I don't, I don't really can't. Pinpoint a bad actor on the show. Yeah, which that was one of the things that intrigued me most. As much as I love the story and like the mystery, I was like, man, this is so rare and shows this big to have this many actors and just overall just amazing acting and good chemistry. Even something that came later, like The Walking Dead, there's some fucking amazing acting and there's some just like, holy shit, this is terrible. <laughs> Why are you on here? Yeah. And not even like throwaway characters, like some big time characters. I mean, this is fucking bad. Yeah. Um, Veloz just seemingly somehow seems to not do that. Um, is Renee watching with you? No. Oh, sad. That's so when you guys get caught up. I'm sure I asked her, like, yo, can you get caught back up? She'd, yeah, she'd do it. Yeah, because she always seemed, uh, unless she was playing into it or whatever, she seemed uh, like she was into you more than you. Like she was yeah, I would say she would. Yeah. yeah. Um,. I don't, I have a bad habit of not finishing shit, too. If it's like, if I'm not super drawn in, if it's not one of the best things I've ever seen, I'm like, I'm out of here. Well, yeah, speaking of Renee, that's her issue, too, right? That you never finish things? Oh! <laughs> um, no, I hear you. But that's a running joke with her, too, so I don't finish. Oh. Like, I'm not fucking finishing shows if I if I don't like it. Yeah. Like, the, the Cecil Hotel, I don't like that documentary series. No? No, and I love that director. He made one of the best the paradise lost he's the one guys those and Cecil hotel is just so ridiculous yeah i thought it sounded i haven't watched it but i thought it sounded cool but looked way too cheesy to me yeah like, this like, isn't it is it this is ghosts yeah. definitely ghosts everyone's like oh my god did you watch this is creepy like nick your brother nick's into it he's yeah, talking about crazy. it he's always got a massive clue <laughs> <laughs> um you watch anything besides lost buddy Yes, I've been uh, speaking of documentary series that should get way more fucking attention than it does, because this is definitely a labor of love. This guy's been banned on, or he's got his channel fucked with by YouTube, and uh, he doesn't really make money off of it, so give him some support. It's uh, Gino Samuel 2.0, and uh, he's doing a Chris Chan, he did a Chris Chan comprehensive history, and he goes back to the very beginning, and he is, organ- like, I don't understand how this guy's not making Netflix movies and the detail, every little detail. Cause I know about Chris Chan. I feel pretty fucking deep in that lore, but his it's next level. You learn so much yeah. about, about it and uh, completely in love with it. Nice. So go watch that. I do. I will tell you that that is like, that's like a TV show. He's got, mm-hmm. I don't know how many episodes. There's a lot of fucking episodes. 
Well, here I can tell you real quick. It's all in Roman numerals, so give me a second here. Uh, that always throws me for a loop once you get past the tens. Yeah. Um, Christian. Comprehensive like history. Has a Christian. <laughs> Christian. I think it's Chris Christina now, right? Or Christine. Uh, playlists. So there's 51. Unfortunately, YouTube. Oh shit! It looks like he took all the. Okay, the Roman numerals uh, are are only on the thumbnails. So there is like 50 parts, and they're all averaged anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. But um, also another thing, I signed up for YouTube Premium. Did you? Yeah, because I was like, someone on Reddit was like, hey, listen, you could sign up for, you get two months free. And she's like, I signed up for this, and I was definitely going to cancel it. She's like, I've fallen in love with this. I can't watch YouTube without it now. And do you know how much YouTube I watch? And... I maybe watch wrestling twice a month, and I pay for that. And YouTube is like constantly on in my house, and I can add multiple accounts. So if you want to put this on there or your own personal channel, you can definitely do that. I think there's like five accounts, but it's great. You can uh, pull up YouTube Music seems pretty good, but YouTube you can just have your put your phone in sleep mode and the videos continue playing. Yeah. So with Chris Chan, where it's there is some <laughs> video elements of it. And pictures and stuff that you'd want to see, but if I want to just chill out, I'll just yeah. like listen to like a podcast, the Chris Chan podcast. But YouTube, I recommend it. I never thought I'd pay for that. Like I'm not paying yeah. for that. It's like when our parents talk about when bottled water came out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, I was watching camera around YouTube last night, and. uh it was one of those nine-minute videos where there was five ads in it, which already was funny. But yeah, then yeah. The first ad started, and it was a nine-minute video, remember? Uh-huh. All right, we'll be right back. Quick word from our sponsor. What's up, guys? We're here again, and it was a Let's Play, and it was Pokemon. It was a 15-minute ad. And oh, shit. A 15-minute ad of a Let's Play of Pokemon. Well, this first ad video. is longer than the entire video. <laughs> Yeah, man, there were some guys that watched, like, uh, I don't want to call anybody out, because it personally seems like a nice guy, but, uh, um, there was, like, a, it's like you said, like a 10-minute video, and there's, like, four or five ad breaks. Yeah. Then I was worried, it was like, well, are the creators getting money? And YouTube splits the money with them. That's what I've heard. And that way I can stop using ad blocker. And not feel guilty because they're still getting. I can use AdBlocker and this, and they're still getting paid. Yeah. So I'm like, this is great, and it's not that expensive for what I've, for uh, what I've paid for. But once again, it's like uh, I'm saying once again, no. Um, cable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this is this included yeah. in that that streaming? That's what I was thinking. Streaming yeah. price. Be part of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I looked at it the other day. I think uh, with Patreon and Gumroad um, and my, my Dave Ramsey app, I think I spend 100 bucks on streaming services each month. <laughs> that bananas. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, it would pretty... It, and I think cable packages, like the cable package I'd want would probably be close to that. Yeah. So bonkers. Um... Uh, I guess I'll top of that in the rip so I can't find it. Where have you been watching anything else? 
No, that's it, really. Okay. Besides random YouTube stuff, but I Lost and Chris Chan. I also watched Lost, the two episodes we watched last Thursday. I'm uh, super excited to be able to finish it. I'm not because I want it to be over with, but I want to see what people think. And hopefully you're caught up because it would be extra fun to have more people here. I want to see what you think of the ending. But I'm also, the reason I'm excited to finish it, aside from Lost, is like I said, I would like to do another show and have people come over and make it like a, a normal thing, just have a weekly show together. So, so you're going to do a new show? Yeah. Um, you're a madman. I'm not picking it. I'm, I have ideas in my head, but I'm going to have everybody throw ideas. And it doesn't have to be such a commitment like Lost. I'm okay if it is. But there are plenty of shows that are like one to see three seasons. If we want to do a shorter one before we commit to something long term again. But I think it'd be fun to keep it as an ongoing thing. I thought Jericho was a good idea. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. People uh, were down on that one because I told them that it didn't actually finish. No, I don't want to fucking waste my time. It's still worth it. I think you and my dad are the only people I know that are right. still talking about Jericho randomly. <laughs> I would just be eating dinner, and then my dad would be like, you ever watch this new show? It's kind of like Jericho in this way. I'm like, Dad, let that shit go, man. It's been fucking 12 years. I don't know if you could handle Jericho, though. It's If you think Gloss can be corny at times. I, I started Jericho. Oh, I love Jericho, but the acting in that is definitely so corny at times. <laughs> and some of them, oh, my God. But I love it, the premise. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. And the, it's so corny, it kind of makes it endearing. It's not like, okay, I can't turn this I got to turn this off, but I think some of you guys will be like, no, I can't do this because it is bad at points. <laughs> I mean, fucking the main guy's real name is Skeet Allrig, so. <laughs> real name is fucking Skeet. Um, oh, speaking of Skeet, have you uh, listened to um, Secret Symbols? I know you said you were way behind. Have you listened to it recently? No. Do you know how I said on multiple podcasts, how every time, I don't like when people say uh, Sporge because it sounds like semen. Like you just spooge all over somebody. Remember mm-hmm. me saying that? I think so. Um, Chris was talking about something on there, calling. Yeah, and I just, I can't remember the exact setup, but he said he sporges all over his bed, and Colin started laughing so hard. I said, I'm sorry, just, it sounds so much like it. I've never heard anybody else say that before. <laughs> and I was, this is so crazy. I, I felt like I was a madman, but that's all I hear when I hit, hear people say sporge, and I just literally think of jizz immediately. <laughs> But people <laughs> use Sporge all the time. Yeah, I really Sporge on that. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he's talking about how people waste their money on things. But he's like, I feel like a bed is something you really need to Sporge on. And I was like, oh, my God. And then Colin recognized it. It's even better because they have the uh, videos now. So you see him just like leaning in like Dead Serious listening and says that. And he just literally throws his head down laughing. It was his Colin laugh. <laughs> um, but then after... Lost, I told you, uh, Pete stayed, and we watched some good old Cops. Do you know your friend Pete has never watched Cops? Not surprised. I was disgusted. I was like, Peter, are you shitting me? And he's like, there's just no appeal to it. It's too cringy. Oh. It's not going to be fun. And then... I could have guessed that. I could have called that one. Uh, four episodes later, though. Well, he wouldn't say he was hooked, but he stayed for four episodes. And he's like, I don't... Well, you shouldn't put this on. And they stayed for four episodes. <sighs> And he is all in it. It's just, uh, I did, there's a really good podcast series about, um, um, Dance with the Oldies, what was the guy's name? The really hyper, um, athletic or trainer 
God damn it. Dancing was, with the oldies. There's a picture of a guy from the Six Flies commercial dancing now. <laughs> he was huge in uh, when we were little kids. Uh, uh, let me look up Dancing with the Oldies. Dancing with the Oldies. Richard Simmons. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's a good series on that about because he, he disappeared. Oh, yeah. He, he, like, he was done with people. He went into hiding. Um, but then he followed that one up with about a series on the TV show Cops. And I was like, oh, it's going to be interesting as fuck. I love Cops. But it was like hating on the show and why it's bad and, you know, all that shit. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, I got to stop listening to this. This is... Um, Cops is fucking awesome. So now it's like a... <laughs> a little depressing, but... I think it's a normal thing for our generation to, to hate on Cops. Yeah. Well, that's why I got canceled. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one, too, that was big? P- Live PD. That was another big part of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Why it was so bad. And that got canceled, too, didn't it? Yeah. Um. Then this actually, ironically, has nothing to do with Cops. It's called, a movie called Blue Chips I watched. It's a basketball movie. Um, might seem random, but my boss at work told me I need to watch it. It was pretty good. It's like one of his favorite movies. So, I think Action Bronson, because uh, blue chips is a basketball term. Yeah. So I don't to remember it now. Like be a cop thing. That's what he called his mixtape. Uh, mixtape. Oh, really? So I'm wondering if it, I can't remember if it's based on uh, the movie or what. But yeah, I've, I've heard of that movie before. I've never watched it though. I think you like it. It's definitely cheesy in a movie of its time but I think you watch movies like that and still like them I think you can't think of it out like a current movie let me look that up now blue chips and then Save we this. had a, a group come over for the spooky movie horror movie Dead Girl oh so spooky it's uh if you haven't watched Dead Girl uh you might not have to check it out I probably shouldn't recommend that but you should definitely read the summary and get a good laugh out of it and then decide if you should watch from there or not. Um, you want to hear something funny about this movie, Cody? The whole thing? Uh, well, most of it's funny. Some of it's even more disturbing than I remembered. Um, but uh, they uh, everywhere listed as a horror movie. I guess I'll explain. It's more like a horror movie and like a rape movie. Sorry for using the R word. Um, oh, shit. But uh, they... The plot is they find a girl, spoilers, um, in an abandoned old insane asylum and they think she's dead so they start grabbing her tit as one will do. And, uh, it was based on the movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. And then she comes alive and they get scared and they kill her <laughs> and then the guy has sex with her naturally and then yeah, they figure out she comes back alive so it's just a just keeps going from there. Just keeps happening over and over. But the story unwinds. It's very intricate and unique. Um, but most places list this as a horror movie, which is already extreme if you just heard what I said. But you want to know what Apple lists this movie as? Comedy? A romance. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> On iTunes' official website. What the fuck? That had to be someone. That's like if you work there. <laughs> That's what you'd put it under. Yeah, I showed it to uh, Dave was here. I was trying to remember. So other people saw it. I was like, I couldn't believe it. But I was looking everywhere because I couldn't find it anywhere. I even tried um, popcorn time. I think you need to, to buy it at this point. I probably should have. I decided to rent it, rent it not rented it, um, for fucking two ninety nine on YouTube, which already felt so dirty. And 
searching dead girl on all these different things felt weird, especially when I got on popcorn <laughs> time, which is something that's very sketchy to begin with, and then search dead girl on that. Um, but I was like, you know what, two ninety nine for a fun night. This sounds really gross talking about dead girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I did that, and I was, that's worth it. And then you want to know what YouTube gave me for two ninety nine? What's that? A three sixty p version of dead girl. I didn't even know it's a resolution. They said it was standard. That's not fucking standard. That's below standard. What the fuck? It was so bad. The light scenes, it looked poor quality, but you can make it out. The dark scenes, which a lot of movies dark, literally are pixelated like a fucking, uh, fucking NES game. It was so bad, and I paid did, for this did shit. Did you return it? No. That's fucked up. Yeah, I couldn't believe they fucking... Did I had to watch it then? Yeah, they made everything out. I mean, it was bad, but... There was enough light in the movie. Is it, it? Is it on TV? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You need to buy it, man. Um. Do you know? Did I ever tell you there was a sequel in the works? Well, there was, but I think it got canceled. Oh, really? I wonder why it got canceled, <laughs> bud. So I tried to search it because they were all curious after we watched it. Um, what the hell? And the first article that came up, they're like, "Wait, so is the second one coming out?" And I was like, "No, I think it it's gone now." The first article that comes up says, read the entire screenplay for Dead Girl 2, the sequel to the zombie rape horror flick. That's more like it. The zombie rape horror flick, like a, a cute time. That old flick. It's definitely not a fucking <laughs> romance movie. Um, but I'm guessing that means it's not going to come out. It's probably why you can read the whole screenplay, because it probably, okay, maybe not. What's bonkers, I know I told you this, but one, most of those actors went on to do fucking nothing, unsurprisingly. But shockingly, one of them went on to do humongous movies, like Knives Out, Star Wars, Looper. I don't, I don't know how he did it. He made it out, and he was the worst one in the entire movie. Um, but then besides that, you might saw I watched Tron Legacy, in honor of Daft Punk. Tron Legacy is fucking awesome. I think I talked to you about that before. That was a great movie. Yeah, and the soundtrack fits it so perfect. And there have been rumors of a sequel, well, a third one, I guess, since this is technically a sequel. Since this movie came out, Bud's turning into fucking Avatar. Who knows if it'll ever happen? <laughs> and I'm really sad because that probably means no Daft Punk unless they would get back together for that, which would be so fucking cool if they, grew, if they were split up and then came back for a Neutron movie. And it makes me worried if a third one does come out, I just going to get like fucking Zed or something. But, well, it's kind of like, kinda like <laughs> Daft Punk. That would suck dick. Yeah. Um... I think your your next best bet, and it's still not anywhere close, is uh, uh, Dead Mouse. Yeah, and I'd yeah I'd feel the same way. Oh no, but yeah, I'd be at least be closer. Um, I watched the first episode of I know everybody's freaking out about it, WandaVision, but the first one is black and white, which you know I'm not fond of, and what I said like a sitcom. I don't know if you watched it yet. No, I have uh, my coworker's super into fucking comics and all that nerdy shit. And- yeah. He's kept me up on it. He says it uh, gets much better, though. That's yeah, that's what I've heard. I didn't even think it was bad. I just, you know, black and white is so hard to keep my attention. And the Disney Plus? Yeah. I figured. I can't. He, uh, he's the one that gets me on all these fucking streaming services, though. Oh. He's got so many of them. And then the first one is a sitcom, so I think that would annoy you. It's like all the fake laughter and everything. I think the only reason you can maybe do it, they always do it like tongue-in-cheek, so I'm like kind of mocking it and playing it up. It wasn't bad, but it's... There's no way to really judge a show based off of that so far. James said this is the most powerful character, too. That's what he said, yeah. 
Damn. She definitely looks powerful, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's got my uh, celebrity crush in there. Oh, fucking, uh, uh, what's her Beautiful name? Beautiful woman. Um, from New Girl. Uh, oh, are you talking about Zoe Dash now? No, not New Girl, uh, Two Broke Girls. Uh, is it Catherine Hahn? from Han? Thor? Yeah, from Thor. Is that her, Catherine Hahn? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate that girl. She's not a good actress. She's just... Beautiful though. Her voice is just so annoying, and she always does that. Like, I'm zany person. Like, oh, just stop. It's a uh, Cat Dennings. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. I think you told me that you like Catherine Hahn as well. Probably. Does she look like? She's from Step Brothers. She always plays like the kind of gross girl. Oh, I don't like her. Like, uh, but I like her acting. I don't. She's, yeah. Uh, this is a fucking edited photo. <laughs> Someone photoshopped that. <laughs> Um, do you think she's attractive? Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh! I just uh, I clearly have a type. If you if I mentioned, Kat Dennings, uh, Katy Perry, Zoe Deschanel, they all look like they could be sisters. And then Ken Jennings, Casey Pugh. Oh, um, fucking crazy that Elizabeth Olsen is the most attractive and by far the most successful one right now, huh? Yeah. Imagine saying that before Avengers. Skeletor. I don't I shouldn't say that. That was rude as fuck. They there's some there it got weird, right? There were some weirdos. Yeah, I was gonna say part of it isn't really them because of the disorder and everything, so yeah, part of it's kinda just fucked up and sad. They they have an eating disorder. Yeah. I just called them fucking skeletor. <laughs> I didn't know they had an eating disorder. I think they also did stuff to I think there's Definitely drugs and other stuff. Those self-inflicted. Damn. See, I didn't. I just looked at their bone structure. I just saw how much their bone structure changed. Yeah. Now it makes sense because they were starving themselves. I didn't fucking mean that. <laughs> Did not mean to call them Skeletor. Well, I mean, I wasn't being the nicest either, but because I said I feel like she's definitely most attractive and definitely most successful. Which, but they're pretty successful though too at the fashion shit. And they're, aren't they married to like billionaires? Yeah, I guess it's more like I mean, like in the like the everyday Celebrity? public eye. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, imagine that before she was in anything Avenger or Marvel. Somebody, like, yeah, she's bigger than Mary Kate Nashley. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> who I don't even know who she is. And then now, I feel like she's by far the biggest. I feel like yeah. a lot of people that watch WandaVision might not even know who Mary Kate Nashley are. Like younger yeah. people, I mean. Um, and besides that, I completely caught up with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. You talked uh, to Renee about that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the new season. I can finally watch it again as it comes out like I used to. Did you hear me talk about uh, the episode with um, Jimmy Buffett? Uh, Renee's told me about that. You should check heard. it out. I think you actually might find it funny because really? I know you said you're starting to find that show funnier. And they play it up. I feel like I don't think they're actually fans the way they do. I feel like they're joking about it kind of like we do. Renee's I, probably watches two episodes a night. That's not even exaggerating. Yeah, it's really funny, but I can I don't do stuff like that in general, anyways. So, unless I'm like doing this, catching up, but not just like rewatching it. Yeah, she's falling asleep to it every night. For since yeah, I can Danielle remember. with the Office. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's all I've been watching. Let us know what you've been watching in the comments, and then we can get into the free games here. It's another transition month. PlayStation hasn't put theirs out yet, but Xbox has. On the original Xbox, you have Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb till February 28th. And starting March 1st till the 31st, you have Warface Breakout. I can't believe that's a, a real name. Like an acne. 
Yeah. <laughs> Xbox 360 have uh, Lost Planet 2 till February 28th. Starting March 1st till the 15th, you have Metal Slug 3. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Xbox One, you have Resident Evil and Gears 5 till February 28th. And Dendara, Trials of Fear Edition till March 15th. That's why I said the last episode. Well, that's like the nerdiest name I've ever heard. Um, Especially followed by Resident Evil and Gears 5 and then Dendara. Um, Sounds like something from that Star Wars series I worked on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then on PlayStation, you have Control Ultimate Edition and Concrete Genie till March 1st. And then PS5 Destruction All-Stars till April 5th. Like I said, PlayStation didn't put theirs out yet, so we're behind the times by our next episode. And then, like I said, I'll be doing an extra live stream for 14 hours, February 26th, Friday, from 11 a.m. till 1 a.m. Be there or hate children. And then if you're not there, I'll be putting <laughs> Two parts, seven hours on YouTube. And then, do you have any fake outrage this week? It's, it's been a while. No. <clears throat> do you? No, as soon as I read this, I'm like, shit, that's the one day I didn't get ready this week. I, sh- I feel like I could have had one, but I totally blanked on that with the, getting the show notes ready. So, I'll have, none, I'll have one next week, and you will promise to guess you did too. Cool, cool. You will promise to guess you did too. Yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe. Um, We'll see. Um, Actually, one thing before we get out of here. Did you see, I meant to put this in the news, Star Wars announced a new special? The the, uh, vaccination special, March 10th. The fuck is a vaccination special? We're we're literally in a parody if this is real. If you're not fucking me right now. No, it's real. I think it's like the second part to the pandemic special. Oh, you said South Park. Yeah. In my mind, I heard Star Wars. I think I said South Park. I meant to, definitely. I, for some reason, I thought I heard Star Wars. And I was like, this is... <laughs> Disney's out here promoting the... Get your vaccine. Baby Yoda, don't die. Take this vaccine. Do you want to... Do you care about Baby Yoda? The, new, the only vaccine. way you can watch the new Star Wars is if you show your vaccine papers <laughs> to Mark Zuckerberg. No, but I'm super excited. I think... Besides a couple of very small things, they fucking nailed the pandemic special. And I needed more South Park anyway, so I'm really excited to see what they do with this. It's March 10th, which is Wednesday, I think, 8 o'clock. So we should try and get a group together like we did last time. Yeah. Which would be ironic, a vaccination special, we're all getting together to watch it. <laughs> I didn't think about that one, did it for COVID. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> which that one's even more ironic. Um, besides that, like I said, when this you're watching. This looks great, buddy. I don't give a fuck what you said. Well, I appreciate it. I was just thinking, um, I was about to mention our next show, uh, Things We Shouldn't Admit. We'll be airing our second episode on Saturday. I'm going to put it up. So if you're watching this, you can watch that next. And the reason I mentioned that is because we should probably change the background to uh, our new logo. Well, our logo for the other show, not our new logo. And then, as always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. And you can email any corrections, questions, or feedback to currentbacklogers at gmail.com. You ready to clap us out? Thank God the pop was empty. I would have been great if it was full.